Welcome to the Pulp MX Show live from the St. Louis Moto Museum. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Pulp MX Show special edition. Yeah, coming at you. Hey, uh, we're going to be here all night, well, from 6 to 9 anyways, talking about uh, everything that's going on here in this cool museum. It's a cystic fibrosis uh, auction here. we got a lot of cool prizes. And uh, Brock Lover will join us. Jeff Emig, Alex Morose, maybe from Legends and Heroes, Ralph Shaheen, one of these guys. We thank everybody for uh, listening. And the Pulp MX Show brought to you by btosports.com, Fly Racing, NFAP, uh, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Michelin Motorcycle, Gear Alloy, X-Brand Goggles, Pivot Works, Works Connection, WUSA, FMF, Atlas Brace, uh, Guts Racing, the folks at Guts Racing, good to have them on board as well. Uh, Guts Racing, Get Data, Ride Engineering, EK Chains, it's uh, also uh, KTMPartsExpress.com and number the two under, the number two UNDR. Uh, we thank those guys as well for coming on. And, uh, and we thank you guys for listening. We're going to archive this as well. It's going to be available on iTunes, on Stitcher, everything else. And uh, we're, we're appreciating it. Uh, yeah, and uh, good, good call. All right, I'm Steve Mathis. With me, joining me from uh, Transworld Motocross. He's a Transworld Motocross online editor. He is Michael Antonovich. Anton, what's up, bro? How are you? Good. How's it going? Uh, what's happening? Pretty cool place, huh? Yeah, not bad. I used to uh, dip out on college and come browse through here when I was supposed oh, to be at school. I just realized right now this is your hometown. Like, grew up 15 minutes from here wow. and then lived like 30 minutes from here up until a few years ago. Oh, geez. Check you out. I forgot about that. Also uh, on board with us tonight from RacerX Online, uh, he's the online editor as well. The voice of motocross, the voice of GNCC, the voice of quad racing, the voice of flat track, the voice of endurocross, the voice of Geneva Supercross. He is the Jason White. Yeah. What's up? All right. We are live. I, We're live actually in the same building doing a show together, which we, very rarely happens. Yeah, we pulled it off somehow. Uh, yeah. The last time we had a live show was the Arena Cross Finals in Vegas, mm. and it was the one and only time mm. that the Paul Bebeck show went You're live. not invited back. <laughs> was not invited okay. back. Okay. It's, it's unfortunate, really. But uh, that yeah, was actually a lot of fun. It's it was. I, yeah. I just think we should have uh, uh, not screamed into the mic over and over repeatedly. Instead of, like, explaining what was going on on the track. Yeah. Just yeah, going, like, just oh, my God. <laughs> and then people at home have no idea why. As some arena cross guy slams yeah. into some other arena cross guy. There's no attempt to describe the action. No, it was nuts. But, hey, uh, uh, Weech, Anton, from here. Yeah, I did think of that. Anton and I walked in about the same time. So you have the same problem that everyone has when they have their home race, which is you're trying to cram in actual family visit yeah, stuff you while you're working, and then you're either dissing out us or you're dissing out them or exactly. something like that. Like today alone, um, went to the track, left the track, went and saw my best friend who just had a kid this week, went and saw my mom's business, and 
came here. And in that time, I'm sure I've pissed off an aunt or an uncle that I haven't seen this week. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, I know. That's, that'll be my deal in uh, New Jersey in a couple weeks. I, I do stay. I stay at my parents' house for that. Do you stay local? Oh, yeah. That checks a lot of boxes. That's why I can come so early because I don't yeah. need a rental car. I don't nice. need a hotel. Yep. I don't charge them for food. Mm-hmm. I just go stay at my dad's. Really in a moto mecca. You really grew up in an absolute mecca of motocross. I mean, yeah. this is really the hub yeah. of all motocross in the I world. I mean, look at how many people we just have. District 18 just pumping out Absolutely. guys. Absolutely. One, one title after another. Oh, when, when I think, I mean, I think of the Hedden brothers. <laughs> and and then I think of the Hedden brothers. Yes. And then I think of the Hedden brothers. brothers. Yeah. Am, I, am, am I missing anybody? No, I think you got it. Was, where was Donkey Kong from? Uh, Brian Mason. Uh, that was a little, that was the other part of Illinois. Okay. He would come over so, here, so, but so like so different brothers. part. Yeah. So Hedden brothers. His Hedden brothers are, are it for here. But we can transition to what this is. For some strange reason, there is one of the coolest places to check out motocross memorabilia and bikes right here in the middle of downtown St. Louis. Yeah. It's either really good for fans or hopefully, I guess, really good for random people who don't care about bikes and check it out anyway. Yeah. Because the middle of the city. Yeah. And there's a ton of stuff around here. Like, St. Louis kind of gets a bad rep and some of it's justified, but other parts aren't. But there's a lot of museums here. Like, anything you're interested in is here. Yeah. Uh, Like at Forest Park, which is right down the road. Yeah. All of that stuff is subsidized through taxes. So all of the art museums, the zoo, anything like that's free to visit. Wow. And it's like one of the best. Wait, free? Free. I'm going. Wygant's already very upset. What happened? It's th- yeah. The day has started off rough for him. Yeah, it's going to be very difficult to even get through this show. I have an axe to grind with Steve, and we'll spend the next three hours trying to hash this out. Uh, yeah, so what happened? Part of the arrangement for us to do this show, it said, Steve, you and your co-hosts will be comped a beautiful dinner at the Triumph Grill, mm-hmm. which is part of the Moto Museum. Excellent restaurant. I have eaten there before. I was very much looking forward to it. So about 4 o'clock, I hit up Steve, are you going? And he says, no, I got stuff to work on, and I'm not going. And I'm yeah, like, well, I got all this to work on. Yeah, well, I'm like, well, so you're going to skip the free dinner? And he says, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not going to go just by myself. So I guess I'm out. So I I got a company credit card, so it's not a big deal until you order food, and then they say, oh, we do not take American Express, which led me to purchase $8 of Chinese food on my own personal money. This crushing, All Anton. because you did not take the free meal from Triumph Grill. Where did you... I, I don't, there's so many yeah, variables yeah, to this. Like, right. why did you settle on $8 Chinese? Well, why wouldn't you settle on $8 Chinese? <laughs> if there were $6 Chinese, I would have settled on that. This is true. It was uh, in the parking lot of where I was when I was trying to figure out where to go and what to do. And now I could have had a beautiful comp meal at the Triumph Grill, and instead I had to spend my own money. Uh, and, we have three hours. I'll take you out. We'll, uh, we'll go eat after this. We, we ate at the Triumph Grill last year. Were you there? No. Uh, I, I got invited to after the race. There was a day race last year. Oh, that's yeah, right. So after the race, we came over oh, here that would be to, to the gr- Triumph yeah, the Grill. Day race, it was fantastic. Awesome. It was yeah. good food. So Yeah, why don't you explain the setup here? We talk Triumph Grill. We talk about this museum. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about it. I just got here. Well, well you've eaten there before, and you've been yeah, to the museum, so yes, you kind of know. Yeah, the museum's really cool. Uh, I'm not exactly sure uh, who owns it or who started it or anything, but I'll explain just a, so people understand. There's a restaurant, a really nice restaurant yeah. here downtown. There's a couple of motorcycle shops, the KTM shop, mostly European bikes, right? Yeah, the KTM shop, yeah there's a Moto Europa right across the street. Yeah. So KTM, uh, I want to say Ducati. Yeah. And then Triumph is right there. Yeah. And then it leads into this. So that's all connected. So there's a restaurant, then you have the motorcycle dealerships connected, and then on the other side is this awesome museum. And this is open to the public? Yep. Yeah. And this you is can, some dude's private collection. No. And then okay. the other thing is, too, like, 
in the other room where that party is, you can rent that out for like banquets, for wedding receptions, for things like hey, that. Hey, be careful talking about the FIM because John Gallagher's right no, there. No, John Gallagher's so, yeah. right there. He they will do a great penalize job. you. They do a great job. He will throw down a penalty. They do a great job. Be careful. Yep. So anyone that wants to come to this cool restaurant, if you, you hang a right, you go into the restaurant. If you hang a left, you're into this awesome motocross. Yep. Not really motorcycling, but motocross. Now, in the early days, some of the early bikes we're looking at, we got a 1935 bike behind us. There are motocross bikes. Yeah. They're just there. motorcycles at that time. Yeah. But as these bikes started to evolve, and they had dirt bikes and street bikes, it's predominantly dirt bikes mm -hmm. that are in here. So yeah. this is obviously a motocross enthusiast who has made this happen. Well, and then the other thing, too, like, there actually are a few motorcycle museums around here. Um, the Munganass family that were really big in six days back in the 60s and 70s, they have their own museum as well that's huge. They okay. own a bunch of Honda dealerships. They still own a lot of car dealerships, too. And I want to say they have a part tonight, at least, like donated things. And, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of cool things. Uh, there's a cystic fibrosis, fibrosis auction. That's only the first time I'm going to screw it up. Yeah. Uh, there's a Brock Glover riding schools. There's a Chad Reed jerseys. There's Austin Forkner's jersey. Uh, everything's on their Facebook. If you go to Motor Museum on Facebook, uh, it's going to be an auction. I, uh, there's a live auction here tonight. Later on, we I know you'll be participating no, in that. Bidding, well, eight dollars less to bid now. Yeah. Now that yeah, I, I know you'll be all, food. Can you just picture we just raising his hand like as the bid goes higher and higher? Needing thousand dollar Eli Tomac plastics. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Eli Tomac plastics are here. It's a lot of cool things, and it's, it all goes for a great cause, uh, cystic fibrosis. And uh, again, check out their Facebook. Uh, we're, we're live right now, and I think the auction. I think it goes till tomorrow. I really should have done some notes, but I think it goes till tomorrow. You did do notes. Yeah, yeah. I got Fro X Brands because we're gonna do X Brand tarot okay, questions so with that's, Jeff. That's all your notes. Shows extensive. Up. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, also too, if you're here tonight, there's a, like we said, come down to St. Louis tonight. Uh, a lot of cool stuff. A live auction later on, and uh, uh, again, all proceeds to cystic fibrosis. And terrific uh, museum here in St. Louis. So, um, all right. Let, hey. Let's talk a little bit about the series. Now, yeah. we covered Dungeon a lot yesterday in the Fly Race and Moto 60 show weeks. So maybe go back and listen to that. We won't talk too much about that. Well, I feel bad for Dungeon because we have three hours tonight. So I know we're yeah. going to spend at least one of the three hours. One hour, probably. Right. We'll just be talking about what's if, wrong if with Dungeon. If he Dunge, shows up, maybe guy. we'll bring him in. Maybe we'll bring him oh, on. Oh, I'm sure he's, you know, I'm sure he'll be coming out tonight yeah. and a couple beers. You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but uh, uh, here's the thing that I'm most grateful for. No matter who wins the title, Tomac or Dunge, I'll start with you, Anton. Uh, it's... And even the 250 series, it's been a good year for racing. Yeah. Uh, tracks haven't been the greatest. The time main events, I think I'm 50-50 on. But it's been a while since we've seen the 450 title go down to the wire. Yeah, I think, what, since, I mean, seven years maybe? 11, I would think, right? 2011? I, I, well, no, uh, yeah, yeah, 2011. RV's right. first title. Yeah. So... That's six or seven, how you want to and do then, the math. And then before that was the three, Chad, Stewart. Yeah, yeah. 2009. Where Chad didn't have a shot. <laughs> yeah, according right, to you. Right. right. So we're, we're down to, what's that, two out of ten years? Yeah, the like really the anything. Because yeah. think about it, there's just these waves of domination that one guy comes in, lays it down, and then yeah. he goes away, and then another guy comes in. We thought that was what was going to happen this year. Uh, we thought there was a crown. We thought there was a there crown. There is no crown. <laughs> there is no crown. And boy, has Ryan Dungey gone out of his way to prove poor Cooksey wrong. That's the reporter that asked the question about the crown. Dungey has spent the entire yeah. season just to prove Cooksey wrong and prove that there is no crown. Um, Anton, what do you think is going on? You think it's... You think it's the tracks, you think it's the bike, you think it's Roxon's injury, you think it's him taking it easy? What I think he's just kind of taking it easy. I mean, you can tell that he definitely still wants to uh, do good. He says it. I mean, it's pretty clear, but I think at the same time, too, he's not going to push it 
and do unnecessary things like he has never done yeah. for one more time. Yeah. You know, I, I everything we kind of hear, is he done, is he not done after this year? With the way this last few weeks have gone, you're kind of starting to lean like, oh, maybe this is the end. I agree. I, I'm leaning more and more towards that this might be his, his final year. Yeah, and I do agree with you, although that kind of bums me out because it's so odd that we're in a sport unique amongst almost any sport that I can think of where it's pretty much like if anything starts to go sideways, retire, be done, yeah. get out. Yeah. Now, there's a lot, a lot yeah. of reasons for that, the work, the risk probably at the very top uh, and, and the general competitiveness where this is a sport where if you're good, you're expected to win all the time. And if you suddenly stop winning, then jerkies like us go on a show and keep saying, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with and you? See, that's that's a tough standard to live up to. So it's sometimes better to leave. And that's what I asked yeah. in, in Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. Like, look, you've been so successful yeah. over the years. Is this fair that we're judging you against all that success? Or is this just isolated incidents that we should just judge against themselves? Yeah. Because this isn't last year. This is a whole new season. Right. But we expect when you're Ryan Dungey or you're Ryan Villapoto or you're Chad Reed or James Stewart, as soon as you were winning and then you stop, you're done. Oh, my God. Well, What's wrong with I you? Mean, What's yeah. wrong with you? It goes back to when Wyndham hung it up. You know, he went 10, 10 11 yes. in the first two rounds. Mm -hmm. Done. And I'm like, he's like, I'm not, I'm not going to get 10th. I'm like, 10th is pretty good. I mean, you're older guy. Uh, like, really good. Like, you got the longest line in the pits for your autograph. You're doing 180-foot transfers and opening ceremonies. Everybody's basically beating themselves off uh, to, to, to watch. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, what's wrong? Yeah, and uh, I think Chad Reed is going to that right now. It was awesome to have Chad Reed at the races last year. He made all the races. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, he was getting 6th or 7th. He had a podium here or there. Same thing this year. If you quizzed any fan or if you did a poll of any fan and you said, would you rather have Chad Reed not here or getting sixth? Yeah. They would all say, please keep racing and get sixth. But I guarantee you he's super pissed about this. Well, yeah. how about his super race pissed. in Indianapolis when he held off Dunge? Oh, it I mean, went nuts. I watched that race like three times. <laughs> it was awesome. The crowd, crowd went crazy. crazy. Yeah, yes. absolutely. They went nuts. So that's a big problem of what Dunge is up against where he can't just – Unlike you could in most sports, you can't become the veteran role player who has a couple of good games or a couple of good races here and there. Yeah. Other times you're just out there like a regular guy. Yeah. Once you're the champ, it's difficult to no longer be the champ. So that's a huge thing, and that kind of bums me out that we can't keep these dudes around. I mean, you're essentially, yeah. if he does, if, big if, you're going to lose Villapoto and Dungey within a, what, three-year span? That's terrible. And, and with no... Uh, indication that Ken Roxon's going to be back. Oh, you're at, right. At his level or back at all. You know that. I think yeah. he will be, but we don't know. You don't know for sure. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. the other day he put something on Instagram and it was just him working his fingers to like pull a towel back in just little by little. And I was just, I watched that and I was just like, wow, this is yeah. way worse than anybody <laughs> expected. Because if yeah. you're just trying to get motor skills like that again and that strength, that's, that's a huge setback. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I talked to him and it, certainly he's up against a challenge that... No one else that races motocross has had this and been able to come back. No one's had it at all yeah. and tried. But it's certainly going to be tough. Yeah, you're right, man. If you lose, Roxon and Dunge, I think going into the season, we all thought Roxon, Dunge, Tomac are the yeah. three main yeah. dudes. Yeah, it would have been great. To think that you could potentially only have one of them even left yeah. racing yeah. next year yeah. would be uh, atrocious. It would be. You know, I got this... I got this theory about Dunge. I think a lot like Jeff Stanton, we're not going to really appreciate him till he's gone. He's an, like, what is he? Is he second all time in outdoor wins? Yeah, it's something so. crazy like that in the 450 class. Yeah, yeah. 450 class. He's second. Um, uh, he's second to. Um, uh, yeah, I do. Well said yeah, to uh, uh, Carmichael. Can I get, a, can I get yeah. a Corona waitress? 
waitress. Thank you. Oh, Anton. Thank you. Better half taking care of the entire and staff. Benny Bloss is in there too somewhere. So yeah. Now she's happy. Yeah. She'll be more yep. than glad. Yep. Get him a beer as well. It's like, it's He's like, injured. He it's can like do it. It's like telling Pookie Nick Ways over there. It's the wow. same thing. Wow. She likes him long and tall. Benny Bloss. Sorry, Anton. She's a Benji babe. Yeah. Yeah. We knew. I I'm, he's younger. I was younger than she is. I just know what I'm going up against. Yeah. So yep. she is of the, I, I get older and they stay the same age. Yes. That's what she's going for. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> hey, good for you. When she turns 30 in a few years, I'm returning her. 30-year warranty. And she'll go find someone yep. that's in their 20s again. Hey, my wife's older than me. I get it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just Because think of gonna... the, the unspectacularness, I guess, no one has that story of the time in practice where they saw Dunge do this yeah. or do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but later on you start to realize and I think we're really going to miss him when uh, he's going really good actually with fans and I mean he's going to these press conferences and he's asking these questions yeah. I know that you're not pumped and he's not staying after yeah I'd like to get a little right yeah but he's done a good job of being a spokesperson for the sport the last few years and Tomac's not at that level yet maybe he'll get there someday but that's certainly not Tomac's strength right now yep Roxanne is very outspoken. If you were to lose those two guys, that's a lot of personality leaving the sport. Dunge is a great guy to hang on the wall and say, here is our sports champion. Wow. Not just personality, though, but, like, names that people already know. Yeah. Because yeah. guys don't know Bogle, Seeley, yeah. you know, other even, these uh, younger guys. Right. Marvin, even. I no. mean, think about how Cooper good Marvin Webb is. not exactly. a household name yet. He certainly yeah. could be, but he is only known within our circles for mm -hmm. the most part. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a void if he leaves. Again, we're we're like talking about I him leaving, know. but that's terrible. But, but I, I'm I'm with you. Like I just don't think. Look, he's had a contract on the table from KTM. Mm -hmm. Just go ahead and sign it. He hasn't done that yet. Yeah. And the way he's the way he's been riding, the way he's been acting. He had a neck injury last year. He's got more money than he knows what to do with. I always hear those arguments, and they're absolutely valid. And you're, we all think that's the way it's the way it's going to go. But then I think about in other sports where the athletes make even more money and yeah. have less pressure on them. Why do they just stick it out to them? Why does every NBA player try to keep them checks coming for 14 years if they can? When they've already made 200 million dollars, they're still trying to scratch out 10 more. And I try to wonder why. Yep. And I'm like, yep. because these guys. There is a competitiveness. They're athletes. They're competitors. And you're never going to get that feeling again. The, so the only thing that would keep him going, it's not going to be the money or anything else. It's going to be if he's like, yeah, but I like going to the game and racing. I like yeah. competing. Yeah. I like, that's why Chad, that's yeah. the only reason Chad Reed keeps going. But wait, I'll give you one yeah. reason against that. Yeah. And it's Alden Baker. Because <laughs> when I just went to Villapoto's house, I mean, yeah. he must have told me, five times, yeah, ten yeah. times in a day, how much work it is, how people don't understand the Monday to Friday work. And we know, we've been out of these places, we've seen them do it. Yeah. Uh, I did a recent podcast with Ivan Tedesco where he went in, I said, give me like, give me your, your week. Yeah. Give me what you did. And, like and, and he told me, and it's just like, yeah, it's, it's, it's gym, riding, bicycle. Repeat. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, so I think if they could just show up and race, they're fine. Now, is Chad putting in the effort that Dunge does? I don't think so. Right. He, so he's enjoying it. He's, he's enjoying yeah. the racing. He wants to do better, of course. But I think when it comes to the Baker's program, which Dungey is in, mm -hmm. that just burns you out, man. Maybe what? the ideal – go ahead, Anton. Go ahead. I think the other thing is, though, too, that Chad has other obligations and distractions that Ryan doesn't. Three kids, a yeah. wife, 
all of these people mm -hmm. a compound that he pretty much has to make sure that everything's on the road for, whereas Ryan is just him and Lindsay go ride at Alden's place right. with a couple other guys. Not that bad. Not that bad. I, I, but you're right. You have to weigh the, yes, but I know I have money and fame and I'm not going to, I have all that I need, but I can't get this feeling of what it's like to go on the line and battle for wins any other way. I have to keep doing it. I believe that's the only reason Chad Reed stays out there. Yeah. So the only question is, does Dunge like that feeling so much that he's willing to take the risk again, go through the training again? Yeah. I wish everyone... I think the model way to do it was, was the way Carmichael ended it, where he said, I'm going to race half the races, so I can still race yeah. one more year, yeah. but I don't have to... D if he sucked that year, we wouldn't be having these... The only reason Dungey's under this microscope is because he is trying to win the title. And if right. he doesn't win the right. title, right. something's wrong with him. If you no, take it off the I mean, table immediately, and I wish Filippoto had done that in, what, would it have been 15? Yeah. I'm going to race half the races. So if I get beat, who cares? And if I win, that's who awesome. Yeah. 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 I mean, I guess you have to just figure out if your sponsors will pay you yes. for yeah. half. I think yeah. they would. But I don't if you're know. KTM, you're going to give something for that. I mean, you'd rather have them than nothing. At least... Right. It, there would be still bonuses in there, you would think. Yeah. And then just off everything alone, just to know that you can still go out there and sell things and still be current. Think about how many advertisements yeah. a sponsor could still get just yes. off one more year. You know what? Yeah. You know what I think is funny is, uh, and this is a credit to I think MX Sports, who is a great company, runs a uh, terrific yeah. series, <laughs> great magazine, great people, great I mean, people. just uh, mm -hmm. you know, incredible. Mm -hmm. And no, but wait a minute, hold me on. I'm, I'm joking, but. Uh, we don't see any Supercross-only contracts anymore. No. We don't see them. Now, whether it's because they like the MX Sports National Saturday one day, you know, or not, but I wonder if we do start seeing them more with, with some burnout. For sure that was, uh, I know when, when uh, MX Sports, specifically Davey, that was one of his goals, to... At that point, Stop. those Supercross yeah. contracts were at an all-time high. Uh, Wyndham and Stewart were doing it. McGrath had done it. LaRocco had done it. It was really becoming the trend. So I believe that was really his number one goal. And eventually, yeah. every single one of the guys who had gone Supercross only at one point eventually did come back. Wyndham started racing some again as a replacement rider. Stewart came back full-time. Reed came back full-time. Uh, so that was mission accomplished. And it was, I think they got better TV. The one-day format, I think, made a huge yeah. difference. Yeah. I think they tried to make the tracks a little more agreeable. You'll never get all the riders on the same page, but they did at least try to make it better for the riders. And they all had a pretty good time. But, you know, that's now 10 years ago. Yeah. So does the cycle begin I mean, to repeat itself again? We had MC. We had Wyndham. We had Barocco. Mm -hmm. We Reed. had Reed. Stu. Stu. Stu was the worst because he was actually the champion. Yeah, and it was gone. Because yeah. Only yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, hey, if you're listening live right now and having some trouble with the stream, I'm going to disconnect. Our guy, uh, Mark's dog, is going to fix it. We'll be right back here with some more live stream, but we're going to still keep talking because we're recording. Okay. So, okay. All right. Cystic Fibrosis, St. Louis uh, Supercross pre-party. Uh, DeCoster's here somewhere? Somewhere. Uh, well, again, folks, I'm trying to explain what this scene is. When you have a really cool restaurant downtown and an awesome motocross museum, you're going to get most of the industry people uh, to come. Yeah. So, yeah, I saw Roger DeCoster. Wherever Roger goes, most of the KTM crew, yeah. Ian Harrison's uh, probably not far. The Rocky Mountain KTM guys are here. Yep. Uh, Millsaps, Benny Bloss. Um, Blake Baggett. Baggett is yeah. here. I uh, think this is, like, one of the bigger KTM dealerships for the for the region so hence everybody comes here when it comes to finding that autograph have, have you ever have you ever done the donaldson cycle tour too they got a little it's a dealership donaldson cycle mm -hmm. oh i used to buy gear from them at very good prices <laughs> mm -hmm. Shocking. they had their own house brand mr motorcycle i think it was all vinyl 
Probably. Yeah. Uh, this is way before my time. Okay. But there's a museum yep. there, too. Not, it's not officially a museum, but there's mm -hmm. a ton of old bikes in Donaldson Cycle, too, as well. So if you add that into this thing. And then there's a Ducati museum here, isn't there? Isn't uh, there another moto museum? But there's a couple. They're in, like, like, just like anywhere else in the country right now, like, motorcycling's getting bigger. So there's a couple little shops that are just independent, like one or two mechanic guys that are getting people into it because they're buying old bikes and uh -huh. they need something to redo. But there's a lot of cool little places around here, just like there is in Portland or Seattle or L.A., anything like that. They have those, too? Yep. Really? Everybody's got one. Really? If you go, I want to say it's like 15 minutes south of here, there's yeah. a whole, like, Portland area that's oh. all the same thing. It's like one strip of the, like, one if, street. It's like little breweries. If you breweries. go about 15 minutes over past the, past over the bridge with some hey, gentlemen's hey, establishments. Hey, now. We that don't. Are, I that you might are, not want to. That are primo. One oh, of them has have a, a fucking Bronco in it. It has a NASCAR for a stage. And really? That's new wow. this year, yeah. Oh, wow. new this oh, year. Oh, new this year. <laughs> new this year. Yeah, like a Starburst. New for 2017. Yeah. Uh, there's one that has a, uh, yeah, a riding bull, a booking bro. That bull. the girls ride? Uh, or no, anybody? No, anybody can. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, um, there's a lot. There's a lot to see here. Yeah. There's, uh, if you go to the really and seedy I heard part. Ferguson's really nice this time of year. Hey, now, my mom works in Ferguson, so easy. <laughs> the drive from the interstate to here. The first three quarters of it. Yeah. Not so great. No. no not no, so no. great. Like, I love it here. I, if I could live back here, is I would. This, but this is like, oh, yeah. I, everything's here. All is my family's the, uh, here. But is it's, the, it's definitely part, rough. Is this the part where I start screaming about the new dome and everything? And how the Rams should have never left? And the dome's fine? And screw these billionaire owners? When you go in there tomorrow, doing that. all the banners that were everywhere for all the advertising are all blank now. Oh, yeah? It's, it's just empty. But they're yeah. doing a lot with that stadium. What are they going to do? I don't know. They had a... Uh, they're going to keep it, though. They're going to keep it. It's not going to close. Apparently not, because okay. I think they owe too much money on it. Oh, great. But then, uh, I want to say in January or February, they built like a one-fifth mile dirt track, and so they had a dirt track race in there Whoa. that sold a lot of seats, and they want to do more stuff like that. Yeah. Car shows, RV shows. they got to pay for the darn building Still. without the NFL team that it was built for. From 25 Good. years ago, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, you talked about that actually with Villapoto where you said, did you think you would just end oh, up back yeah. in your hometown? Yeah. Because you weren't planning on going back to Manitoba. No, no, yeah, no, I, not at all. I'm not going back to New Jersey. No, I'm good. I, I'll I'm go good. visit. Yeah, same I'll go here. visit. Hey, everybody, hi, how's yeah. it going? But I'm not coming back. But, but Anton would do it. I'd do it in a heartbeat. Wow. Uh, oh, by the way, too. See, what happens for most is, see, you want to go back because your family's there. Mm -hmm. I want to not go back because my family's there. Mm -hmm. is, that, is, that, is that fair to say? <laughs> yeah, that's probably fair. <laughs> I'm trying to stay away. Yeah, I don't know. It, I've been gone like five years now, five and a half years. Yeah. And I think it's just because I'm cheap like you are that paying my rent every month and mm. knowing that I'm in a one-bedroom apartment where in I could have like yeah. 18 acres here, I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah, you, what, you could, what you could have here is unbelievable. Wrangle this guy. We need to wrangle this yeah, guy. Yeah, no, we are. We're getting him. Oh, he's uh, been wrangled? Yeah, Nate, Nate, our buddy Nate. Sam Nate is over. doing it. Yeah, he is doing it. Uh <laughs> Gonna hope to have Benny Bloss here, the Rocky Mountain KTM team. He, Benny got hurt round one, but oh, he's fast in the whoops until he oh. went down. Until he went down. In the whoops. Yeah. They were the double-edged sword of whoops. <laughs> they, they give it and then they take it yes. away. That was one you Absolutely. missed, wasn't it? Yeah, I was not there. Oh. What was that, Minneapolis? Yep. Uh, Minneapolis. Was it? Yeah. yeah, it was Minneapolis. Yeah. There's many that I missed. Uh, uh, Gannon Audette here coming off a season best of performance. Hero. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a legendary hero. So he really, uh, it's really comfortable being in the museum. Yeah, he absolutely. pits out of one absolutely. every weekend. He was whipping it over the triple last week, big time. Grab this mic there, Benji. Right here. Benji. Right there. There you go. Why am I Benji? 
I think he, he doesn't have a sling on or nothing. He looks no, like he's he looks good. good. Yeah, he looks like he's ready to I ride. didn't realize it was him because I was expecting him to be all banged up. Oh. And he looks like he's walking right, around normal. Welcome, my oh man. What's up, Benji? Benny Bloss, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. What's going on with you? Oh, not much. Oh, Just out here in St. Louis uh, watching some racing. We're going to give you some volume here in a second. Hey? Yeah, how's that? Sounds good. Hey, you're really soft-spoken. Yeah, very, very soft-spoken. <laughs> I think he actually took out a notch down when yeah. he said that. Yeah, really, right? How are you here just cruising around with both arms, not with slings and stuff? Well, the doctor told me I only had to wear the sling for about three weeks. Okay. And three weeks was last Tuesday, so got to take it off this week and feels good been doing a lot of therapy and uh no feeling really really good making some progress with my movement and i'll probably wear a sling tomorrow make sure i don't get hit with it but okay. are you gonna do more tape x's oh i don't know about that that looks pretty pretty ugly Looks pretty white trash but it did did the job it did do the job for sure uh you got hurt in your first race of Correct. the year which is is it the worst case scenario? It's pretty bad because, especially racing East Coast, having to wait so long. Yeah, that's right. Um, it was pretty disappointing, but, you know, it is what it is. It unfortunately happens, but ready yeah, to come back for outdoors. How's the therapy bills up to that? Like, I'd be crushing, right? I mean, first round, you were looking good, feeling good. You know, you want to make a statement on the factory KTM team, factory bike on the Rocky Mountain team. Um, you had to be just crushed. I mean, it probably suck big time very 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 bad <laughs> for sure yeah when as soon as you hit did you know i got serious problems like at first it wasn't i didn't think i crashed that bad yeah and i hit mm -hmm. pretty i guess i hit my shoulder pretty good but i didn't feel like it was that bad and when i stood up i could tell um i've done my left shoulder twice and i could tell immediately the feeling was this is not good i didn't know exactly how bad it would be yeah. but um i couldn't get it in myself so i knew it was definitely not good Man. Okay, so is a humerus also? Yes, I. It's kind of like a fracture, but uh, th basically the doctor told me it's more of a car dent on the top, like the ball <laughs> part of the humerus. Okay. Is that good or bad? Uh, that sounds. I don't bad. know. Okay. It, I don't think it's great. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, did you have to get surgery? It's not uh, a plates yes. and screws type of thing, though. Uh, actually, the doctor. I had the ladder J pro procedure. Okay. Um, we don't I know had what it, that means. But yeah, sounds, no, sounds really See, I don't really know what it means either. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they cut a little bit of my shoulder off and Jeez. then screwed it into a different part of my shoulder, I guess. Okay. Um, but they had to move some tendons as well. Um, but I had that done. I'm going to pose you for your photos oh, here. Looks, there we that go. Looks that looks really great. Good. Hey, that I looks. just want Ray to get his <laughs> logos in. There you go. Alex, get the logos in there, Ray. Let's let's focus on the positive instead of why can't going deep into your, <laughs> into your surgeries. Before you crashed, you were coming up from a – did you get a bad start or did you go down? I don't know exactly, but uh, – I got a pretty bad start. Okay. I was outside of the box and just outside on the corner. Before then, the day – coming into the day, how would you feel? I felt really good. Actually, my – I guess say two weeks before the race was actually pretty rough. I had a crash in California before I came back to Oklahoma and I had to take a week off for that. And then I got the flu the week before the race. Oh, so I only got to ride probably twice in the two weeks before the race. But those two days I felt really, really good. Um, I was really excited. Struggled a little bit during the day, but felt good at the end of the heat race and started feeling really good in the main. And then, you know, unfortunately had to yeah. crash. The whoops, he was good in the whoops. He was good in the whoops. <laughs> I think you're nine feet tall. How can you be good? Yeah. Obviously not, not good be. enough. <laughs> you just got too eager. 
I'm going to go ahead and say so. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things, right? Like, it, it, like, like, like Anton said, you're good in them. You, you pin it in them. But there is a, there's only so fast you could go in a whoop section. For sure. Those right. ones were pretty pretty gnarly. Yeah. And I hit the right side, which I hadn't been doing. But, uh -huh. you know, I don't even really know what exactly happened to get me so buck. But they were pretty pretty messed up. So what, what have you done other than therapy and crying in your couch? Like, what have you done the last couple weeks? Uh, I don't do a whole lot. Basically, my days revolve around therapy and ride my road bike on the spinner a lot. Um, a little bit of leg workouts and ab workouts, but I can't really move my arm a whole lot right now. Um, the therapy is oh, mainly, yeah, the therapy is mainly just uh, like motion stuff. Can't do any weights, none of that. But yeah, no, I've been playing a lot of MX versus ATV, uh, getting pretty <laughs> dialed in on that, but having fun with that for sure. So you have the tracks wired. Oh, the, you have tracks, the tracks super figured out. This weekend's track I've got dialed in. Like that's probably been my best one this year. <laughs> I was struggling. I, I was struggling before the finish on the on and then the bank corner. Okay. Because I was going too far and then I wasn't mm. able. I was I was too far to the right. Yeah. So I would double off it. I couldn't make that over the bridge. Can't do that. You? No. No struggles there. No, no see, struggles why, or many. That's why he is who he is. See, you got to clip it a little bit, then go inside, make the it's, – it's complicated. Wow, clipping it, yeah, because you're going Mach 5. Yeah, into it. So yeah. You really gotta, really Hit the brakes on the face, clip it inside, roll down. Right. Hey, before we uh, – before the season started, before you got hurt, uh, you were living with Millsaps a while back in California, and then uh, Michael Burns on the team as well. How's that been going? How are those guys – Davey's been a, a big help, um, just just kind of helping me, teaching me stuff that I didn't know before, obviously, but more, I guess, kind of a role model, I would say. I wouldn't like to think of him as a role model, <laughs> but yeah, he's kind of in, and Vern's been really good. He, yep. he knows a lot. Um, obviously, he was really good back in the day, and... You know, he's been a pretty big help. It's unfortunate I didn't really get to work with him a whole lot getting uh -huh. hurt in the beginning of the season. But, you know, I think outdoors will be very, very good to have him on this year. Now, I heard a rumor about you at Millsaps. A rumor? Yes. Maybe we can confirm it. Maybe we can break some news. I, I had it confirmed from Millsaps already. Oh, I don't know did? how far he wants to go. Oh, he yes. should read our little website called Racer X. <laughs> online. We had an I interview with him. I only, I only read Paul Paul <laughs> Yeah. Yes. I like the typesetting. It's very yes. It's very AP style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> so it's Millsaps back to Canada. Benny on a 450. No, this I didn't know. Oh, what? Oh, that rumor. Yeah. I, I haven't heard that rumor. Okay. I'm just. I, oh. I'm just hearing. No, I don't think that. Uh, that's not true. Uh, as recently as last Saturday, Millsaps said he was told me he didn't even mention the Canada thing. Okay. I just said, right. are you okay? You're actually going to race the Nationals? And he's like, yeah. yeah he just didn't say I? which country yeah. Nationals. Yeah. Uh, maybe. No, sure. we were specifically comparing last year's to what he will be doing oh, this okay. year. Okay. Yeah. It was 10 It was ten rounds. Now I have to do 12. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like Davey already putting the work, already calculating the work needed. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So, <laughs> so um, which round you can start tapering off? Which weekends have a season allowed? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. When the brakes are. So Benny's heard about this for the very first time. This rumor, okay, right, right here. There we go. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you were 450 anyway, though, right? Yeah, I was 450 outdoors for sure, no yeah. matter what. No matter what. Are you gonna make the start? No problem. Uh, that's the goal. Yeah. Uh, that's the goal right now. The Working hard for it. All right. Well, hey Benny, thanks for joining us, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having uh, we'll me. See you tomorrow uh, in the pits, hanging out, signing autographs.
Yep. Sounds Kiss good. Kiss and babies, yeah. Watch out Tell for, dudes watch to lie. Watch, watch out for Megan. Watch yeah. out for Megan. All right. See ya. <laughs> Benny Boss, everybody from the Rocky Mountain KTM team on the road to recovery. Uh, should be interested to see Benny when he gets uh, outdoors. Is he considered a local product in motocross terms? Yeah, you know what? I never saw him ride over here. I never knew that there was some nine-foot-tall giraffe riding dirt bikes on the other side that's of Missouri. Really good. Yeah. But, like, Forker used to – there's a track that's 20 minutes from here called yeah. Archu, again, across the street from the fine establishments in East St. Louis. The track. Uh, the track is – you look at it and it looks like it's in a farm field, but right across the street's a penitentiary. Uh, across the street from that is a flea market, and across the highway from that is a uh, strip of strip clubs. That's a bad combination. <laughs> Forget the penitentiary, that's fine. No, dude, many dads love it. Park there on Saturday night, kids go to sleep, play PlayStation, you and cruise head over, out. come over on Sunday morning. But uh, Forkner would come right there, but I don't ever remember Benny at all. Yeah, well, he was kind of a late bloomer. I mean, uh, until I think he was in the B class, he was virtually unknown. So maybe he just was there and not ripping it up to the degree that was getting all this buzz. Uh, speaking of virtually unknown, which one can you, which one of you can tell me about this JGR Suzuki fill-in? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I, could I needed to look you. at like the Transworld Race Series results what, to see if he's what, ever even what ridden happened? one of ours. Had, had he? Okay. Had he? I didn't look. Oh. We, we know that Kyle Peters literally walked by J-Bone's office to get the fill-in ride. Yeah. Was this guy doing a tour of uh, JGR? And, I and saw, he walked by J-Bone's office? About a month ago, I saw J-Bone was carrying around a uh, Excel spreadsheet. We're going to drink you guys out of house and home with your wife. That's continually fine. buying us beers here. Big, big thanks. So, j Bone knew that they were going to need, it was hard enough to find a replacement for uh, Bichelia. Yeah. Because they got Kyle Peters and they knew that his days were numbered. He was going to have to go. Yeah. They had to find a replacement for him. Cunningham wasn't on the radar at that time because yeah. he was on another team. Yeah. But all the while, they also knew Phil is not going to be back for Seattle. So we're going to need to find yet another guy. So J-Bone uh, J had this chart, all these colors and like, does he have a deal? And is he eligible for 250s? And can he race West? And all these things. It's very complicated. So apparently the answer is just get someone who has not raced anywhere ever before. I mean, I guess. I guess. I, I don't. I, I feel think like there's got to be some privateers out there. Gannon that are like, Seriously, was bro? right here. Is there not a Gannon for the West Coast? I, maybe he. Uh, you can't, bro. He's racing east. No, no, no. Like, no I'm saying a guy like that. Like there's a lot of guys. Oh, like, a Gannon like, type. Yeah, yeah there's sure, like, sure, like, sure, yeah, like sure. A guy like that, isn't there? Yeah, surely he, there are your team, borderline main event. You dudes. only need them for two weeks. Yeah. In theory. But I, I don't. What about this kid? You ever read a list? It was a Budman. Uh, it was a Budman move. Budman, we know, is tight with the team. Works with uh, Pike. Even worked with Barsha for a while. For a brief time, Budman was even wearing the team shirt. Now I think when he's back, he's just Budman again. Okay. Uh, so I guess the, Budman recommended the, him. The Budman, Barsha, Budman, Pike, Budman, amateur. It's all very convoluted. Yeah. Well, Budman was just Pike's guy. Then Barsha started getting interested in Budman. Okay. And then both riders on the team were working with Budman. So I think at that point, they're like, just put a shirt on. Okay. And if you come to a race, you can even have a headset. Then at some point, Budman was no longer with Barsha. And then he's back to only having one guy on the team. So he was no longer in a team shirt and no longer yeah, on the radio. But Pike's been hurt since round three or whatever. And he's still there. And he's still around. Budman? Yeah. Yeah, you Every would week. know if you came to races. Uh, yeah. yeah no, for real. I see no, Budman all lot. the time. Yeah. So I'm like, come on. Between Budman was like Indianapolis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Budman. And, no, and Nathan Ramsey. 
Nathan. Yeah. That was because that was there was because a coaching the, thing. Yeah. There was coaching thing in Indy. But you're saying you're seeing Budman quite frequently. Yeah. Maybe he was going to every race just planting the Cade Ottenwright seed just to keep Weech. saying it. Is Cade Ottenwright any good? Here, uh, I, I vaguely remember his, vaguely remember his name for Loretta's last year, and that would be fine if he had raced A-Class and was on the verge of turning pro. But he was actually a year ahead of that. Okay. He was in the B-Class and schoolboy. Uh, so he... He said he was planning to race Hangtown anyway as a privateer. Okay. But I think he conceivably could have raced like one more year even as an amateur. Okay. So maybe the only issue is that he's jumping out a little early. And if he had raced one more year, maybe a year from now he'd be like, oh, I've kind of heard of this dude. How stupid are we going to look if he's the new Ryan Dungey? Same thing. Well, one thing I will say that the model of these dudes who kill it all the time and then just continuing to kill it, like, say, Forkner's kind of doing right now, it's not working out for no. most of them. So most of these dudes that are working out are these types of stories. Uh, yeah. Like we just said, Benny Bloss. The guy that isn't burnt out already. Or something. Like we were just literally talking about with Benny Bloss. You said, speaking of unknowns, look yeah. at where Bloss is now. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yep. Bloss got a one-race deal with Cycle Trader, right? Or no, he did a couple. Rock River? It was a one-race deal with Rocky Mountain. Or with B what, what was BTO. That was only supposed to be one race, I think. Really? He only ra oh. he was supposed to race coming out of the red as he got he got a concussion so he only raced once. Yeah, uh, Iron Indianapolis. Man. Yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. Iron yeah, Man. it wasn't a one race deal, but he only oh, raced one okay, race. Yeah. He got hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. but then the the team that he's on now that was a one race deal last year that turned into all summer and that's now a one race deal. One race deal. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So. We could, you're not kidding. Two, three years from now, we could be like, remember when we made fun of Kate Ockwright and had never heard of him? Well, I would like to say maybe, but look at J JGR Suzuki's lock. Right. <laughs> we it has been terrible. I don't know if you've heard about Racer X Magazine, Anton, but. Uh, I've, I've browsed it we occasionally. Just, we ran in the new issue or coming out or maybe two months from now, JGR's fill in. Their entire list. I forgot. It was amazing. I forgot Nick Peluzzi. <laughs> I forgot. Christian Craig. I knew Craig. Oh, you remember? Craig. Ben LeMay? I forgot uh, Ben LeMay, I think. Yeah, I forgot. I didn't know about that one. Ramsey and Burner rode for the yep. team at different times. Burner, yep. Burner signed an X-Brand deal to wear X-Brand as a privateer, and we were going to the top, and then Burner got picked up by JGR for round two. Oh. And there went the X-Brand yeah. I've heard you hold grudges over those things. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. heard. Yeah. Oh, I've yes. heard you hold grudges. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you know me, for sure. <laughs> it's, uh, hey, everybody, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Down here in the St. Louis Moto Museum is a live auction going on. Uh, Brock Glover presentation on cystic fibrosis with special guest Gavin McDaniels. Emig and Ralph Shaheen. Ralph's good. Huh? Ralph's good. Uh, oh, Ralph's so Ralph good. Ralph knows so much about oh, so much racing. Ralph is so good. Anyways, uh, don't you agree with each? Just Ralph. When you want a professional, you go to Ralph. You call Ralph. Mm -hmm. um, True professional. Anyways, Ralph, Shaheen, and Jeff Emig are guests of honor. There's uh, some prize donating. There's a live showcase auction. Items, uh, please come on down. You can hang out. We got Pulp Mech stickers if you want them. Oh, really? Yeah. Free? Yeah, they're free. Well, I'll take some. I got $8 worth of Chinese debt I'm into now. <laughs> yeah, I feel really, like right? Trump right now. Right. Railing against the Chinese and their trade policies. Um, but still going back for more. Oh, by the way, too, uh, breaking news. Michael Lessie broken collarbone today. Yeah, it was rough. So he'll be out for a while. I think this might be it. Why? He, 
Okay, so he made it clear to a couple people at Indianapolis, and one of them was me, that he kind of thinks we're coming to the end, and next year was going to be the end as it was anyway. Okay. And then uh, I think with this one, aside from that Canada contract for this year, he might be winding it down because he wasn't concrete that next year could happen at all. So he will probably ride out the Canadian string if he can get healed up. As long as he heals up, yeah. Okay. I mean, no two-stroke world championship defense. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so Alessi's out, and then um, Nate from Rocky Mountain said that he thinks a 250 Supercross West Coast oh, just guy burn got, him like that. got hurt. No, I don't, I don't know who it is. But oh, it was a West Coast guy. Yeah. Yeah, we should see in the coming days. Mm. But uh, he would not. He just said he hurt him. He didn't say for sure. I do know that so. Hill and McElrath were both spotted the last two days by our one-man California staff. So they are okay. By New Kyle? Yeah. Yes. All right. They're okay. Okay. So the hey, two title contenders um, are okay. Prediction for tomorrow. We, do we see 250 Supercross East fireworks? Uh, not in practice. Okay. I think we're good. Yep. I think we're good with the practice thing. That uh, last gate pick, that is an awesome threat. And just to make sure it was, there was a moment, there were about four seconds where I'm like, oh, Craig is going to pull this off. He looked like he was going to get a halfway decent start. I'm like, he's going to yeah. end up sixth yeah. or fifth. But then he hit the tough blocks, and I'm like, all right, justice served. That penalty officially sucks. So I think that's the end of the practice shenanigans, but in the main but events, honestly, who the hell the mains, knows, man? Okay, so oh, the mains, everybody's gunning yeah. for Ferrandis, okay? Uh, nope. Savachi <laughs> doesn't like Osborne. No. Um, no. No. Craig is, needs to prove a point. Craig needs to turn his season around mm-hmm. ASAP. Yeah. yeah, Craig does not care who's where in points. Nope. He's got to win nope. a race. Yeah. Um, Adam, I think, is probably on Team Joey. Yep. Versus yep. over the Indianapolis practice thing. Yep. We're, it's going to be. Well, Adam and also Jordan Smith, they're absolutely in the title hunt. So there's yeah. nothing. They, they've all got to try to win races. Yeah. They're all in yep. title contention. Yep. There's no – yeah, between those four – Having everything to gain, trying to win the race. Ferrandis not caring. Craig not caring. Mm-hmm. We did lose Amart, unfortunately. We, we lost did Amart. lose Amart. Yeah. But yeah. that's still six dudes. And I heard Amart's injury is a little more serious than, than you know. what they're letting on. Yeah. Well, it sure looked like it should be. Yeah. I mean, dude, he I, got folded. Poor, I can't believe he got up. Did troll. he ride after that? No. Oh, see, I thought someone said that he, like, rode the bike off. Oh, I think he... I think he did. Yeah, no, I would I still be in the dirt. I think he got ride off. I think he got, he got looked yeah. at Maastricht, but got up onto the bike, but then rode off, you know? And but. I saw him walking around in the pits in street clothes yeah. that night. Slowly, but but I he was he, functioning. I heard he got literally, like, piggyback ride from the TLD truck to the Alpine Stars Medical Center. When, once he was done riding once the bike Once he was over. done riding. Yeah, so, so that sucks. So the bottom line is, I really think, you guys, I think to, I think the oh, series yeah. is going to oh, get yeah. It's going to get, because you then you got to yeah. think, like, they have a few weeks off and just let that simmer before you go to New Jersey and just beat the hell out of each other again. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And uh, that class, the teams, the riders, the, the people around the riders, they are not good at, like, like putting a blanket over the flames like and calming them down. No, 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 they're not no. good at that at all. Well, in fact, they ramp it up more. Hey, I mean, I asked since Cerullo last week in the post-race, like, what's going on with practice? You know what I mean? Like, what are you guys doing? You guys are a bunch of morons. He said, and this is Adam, you know, he goes, why does everybody line up to board a plane 25 minutes before boarding time? 
I agree. Because it's the 250S, because it's 250 class. Yeah. He's just saying it's just 250 class. That's it. That's why. I don't yeah, you're not seeing this between Tomac and Dunge? If you no. were 20, no. No. If you were 20, 20 to like 24 years old, when you had the chance that you could make God knows how much money for that, I'd be killing everybody. <laughs> I would put in practice. The dirt. In yeah. practice. Okay. Um, it's going to be interesting, though. I, 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 we touched on earlier about how good the Supercross season is going to be and how yeah. we're going to, regardless of, I think, like, okay, maybe Don wins, maybe Tomac wins, this thing's going to the wire. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think we can all yeah. agree on that. I mean, even if it, like, God forbid, something bad or something that kind of kills the momentum of it happens, like yeah, a Eli, fifth or a seventh or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, either guy does it and the other guy just blows it out. We've seen so much good racing up to now yeah. that it's been worth everything already. I think we almost don't know how to deal with it. Like, we're almost used to, by the time you get to Indianapolis-ish or Detroit or here, the series is on cruise control. Yeah. yeah. It's almost bizarre to be like, wait, no, no. Yeah. This is legit. Like, when that gate drops tomorrow night, it's going to be crazy. Let me let me ask you this. So, we're five rounds left? I don't even know. Five no. Yeah, now it's five, right? Yeah, St. Louis, Louis, Seattle, Salt, Salt Lake, Lake, Jersey, and Vegas. Vegas yeah. yeah. Time main events. Yay or nay? Uh, like yay it. for me. I yeah, like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's good. I, I think so, too. I, I I always thought that you wouldn't notice a difference. Like, fans want more racing. It's not going to feel any different. I actually do feel like the races feel longer. Because feel they are. Like they, they are. But they are, but it's like it ends up being they are. they are. But a lot of times it's the difference team what? You knew what he meant, Anton. Yeah. No, I know. But it's like, like four minutes. And I'm like, in the grand scheme, you're not even going to notice four minutes. But I feel like you actually do notice the four extra minutes of those guys, the stars being out there. But then you have to think, too, that's four minutes extra and hitting the same obstacles hundreds of times yeah, more yeah. and hundreds of more opportunities for anything to happen. I agree. I, th I think uh, we talked about before the season started about these time mains. We talked about the, the non-elite riders struggling, and I think we've seen that. I think we've seen it maybe more than I thought. Like, And we've been lucky that there hasn't been as many injuries this no, year. No, The field is deeper. If you didn't have 15 factory riders still out there, yeah. those main events would be a disaster. They'd be terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you agree with me, Anton? Like, yeah. some of these got, like, no offense to the Alex Rays and the Seven Deuce Deuces and Nick Schmitz. I mean, these guys are all my guys. Yeah, I know. Pulp MX guys. Mm -hmm. But they're struggling to, uh, they're struggling to, to finish a main event. You know what I mean? Very busy so, guy. We'll, we'll get you in. Some point, come on by. Yeah, all right. Excellent, excellent. That's Alex from Legends and Heroes, big part of this. We'll bring you in later. All right. Alex is the one that contacted me to do this. I don't know. I guess the DMX guys were busy. DMX, and I guess the yes. main event guys yes. are busy. Yes, that's how I get a lot of my gigs. Ralph is busy. Yeah. yeah. Um, See, but it's good that you're wanted. No one knows about me. Uh, wanted second or third in the list, yes. Yes. I don't know if signing up for all these free radio show gigs on Friday night is something you or want the, to be or wanted Or the Moto 60 show where I just made you do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I hope, hopefully we will have a, you know, if Millsaps comes in or, or Baggett or one of these guys, we'll ask them. Look, the three of us are in a burning building. You can only save one. Ooh, we should. Who do you grab? Well, I know Baggett's answer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm good. Yeah, That's yeah. a layup. Millsaps I know Millsaps' answer. Millsaps will walk away from the building, I think. <laughs>
Uh, we were talking about the time mains, though. Okay, yeah. You're right. Those yeah. dudes, it's got to be tough on them. Dude, I just, you watch them near the end, and they're they're struggling, man. Yeah. These guys, this whole thing is like, six, I need six laps. Yeah. I need eight laps. Do you think that they changed the way they go? Like, where last year you knew if I pushed to lap 12, and then I need to cruise, like, maybe five or six more laps because I'm going to be lapped by a faster rider. Uh-huh. My night's going to get cut short. Where now, this guy doesn't know how much longer he needs to push. You could push to the 12 or 14-minute mark, but you don't know. That's a long time for eight more minutes, six more minutes. And that's assuming they even know the timing, which I think no they knows. don't. They don't know what where no. they're at. I actually wish the board still at least the top five, and it has the space in the top to put the laps. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wish they would still even just put the laps on there. That would give the riders some idea. Because I would imagine going into the main, if they did some math, they could probably guess. Yeah, because, I mean, by the time practice is over, we kind of know how many laps a heat race is going to be, how many laps a main yes. event is going to be. And you know the teams know that. If they have everything down to a science and yeah. math, they know. Right. It'd probably be within three laps, right? Yeah. So if you know it's going to be 24-ish, if you could see you're on the 21st lap, at least they'd have a clue. But I guarantee you, yeah. some of those dudes, yeah. they don't know if there's 10 more minutes left or five. Yeah. yeah. No, they don't look at their pit boards. Or, no. No, <laughs> no they have no idea. Honestly, there, there's been some idea floated for next year, I've heard, about going to a Monster Cup format where yeah. everybody's pre-qualified. Yeah. And either two mains, three mains, 250 class, one main, two main. Yeah. Uh, I suggested to somebody that they should put a – the non-qualified should have a main. 450 yeah. B main. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Give them a little bit of moment. Of we need more racing. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. I would prefer that format to the time main events. I, yeah. I'm the one bitching about change every year, so I can't – these time main events, yeah. I can't say, oh, it sucks. I'm not that stoked on them. Though. Just because of the track conditions. I think the guys are struggling a bit. Now, have you heard that they – have admitted mm, we kind of we didn't realize how bad it would be we I can did. make some adjustments yeah i heard from a so rider, it can be somewhat fixed i heard from, and this is credit to folks at feld mm-hmm. but i heard from a rider that the higher ups at feld said man we screwed up yeah we didn't know the tracks would get this beat we didn't know we needed more dirt we didn't know we need more maintenance done yeah and our bad yeah. and so you know hey everybody makes mistakes Admitting it and seeing that they can do something about it, that is, you know, that'll be great. So I think that for, for me, I like to hear that kind of stuff so they can work on that at, at, for next year. Yeah. So I, I mean, there are certain things that I we do or we see in the sport that 10 years later we look back and we're like, why didn't we ever think of that? Can, let me ask you this. How come no motherfuckers can figure out that the race order... <laughs> Like, I know what they're saying. They're saying they can't start with 450s in case there's a NASCAR overrun or an MMA overrun. Yeah. Okay. I think that's why it is. You I didn't know that. I didn't know that was the reason. You're, you're the TV expert. I, I figure they do it that way because, once again, that's the way it was always done. Okay. Maybe well, that too. Why do they insist on going 250s, 450s? 250 LCQ, 450 semis, 450 LCQ. I, I it's terrible. It's yeah. very fixable. Yeah. And besides, what sport starts their night without the stars starting? You bring them out for the opening ceremonies. They do a hot lap. And you leave. interview them. Go away. Now yes. we're going to do 250 class. It makes no sense. And on top of that, if you're in a 450 guy, you have no time. If you're in a 450 semi two, there's no chance yeah. for an LCQ. Yeah, so, I actually spent a lot of last Saturday down on the floor, and I noticed that uh, most of the guys, I think Freezy didn't make it in through the semi, got sixth. 
And he just didn't even leave. He just, all right, yeah. I'll just stand here well, and we'll just go back to the gate. When I wrenched for Alex Wright, yeah. that's you what we did. Didn't even move. I go, hey, we're going back to the truck. He's like, oh, no, no, we don't go back to the truck. We have to stay. No, stay you got like four minutes. Right. But Absolutely. if you had a problem. Yeah, you're screwed. Yeah, if you twisted an ankle and you need to look at it. Yeah. Or your bike was broke. And we're, yeah, get in here. Honking the horn. Brought to you by BTOSports.com, the Pulp of Mech Show. Oh, ow. Ow. <laughs> that even true? What? That even true? What? They're still on board? Yeah. yeah. I'm so good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't pay attention to that. Um, well, if Ray's going to honk a horn. Oh, uh, that's good. Um, so I, I, don't, I like to see that format fixed to help out the format guys a little bit. Yeah. And also, start with your stars. Well, that, like I said, it was always that way. 125s always race first. Yeah. But now that they're dealing with live TV, that's probably a pretty legit uh, concern. Yeah. But I know the thing they're struggling with the format most of all, now that they're actually studying television ratings for the first time ever, I've heard that the ratings start high, beginning in the show, to watch the heat races that have all the stars, and then the ratings drop off. Once you're in the semis and the LCQs, it's all the too fans... All, really? Well, th- that could be to something, To the common too. fan, though. Like, that could be something, too. But the bottom line is everyone says we love the privateers, but they turn on the show to watch Dungeon and Tomac, and Dungeon and Tomac are gone. They race six minutes. They're out. You will not see them again for an hour and a half. So then the people turn on another channel, and then they hope that the folks remember to come back around the approximate time the main event will take place. So the goal now is we've got to figure out a way to keep Tomac and Dunge and Anderson so and Marvin racing throughout the show. So, okay, Don't so go away for an hour and a half. That must be where I hear that let's look into a monster that, Exactly. Yeah. I think that would be better. Yeah. You know? Yep. Because here's the thing, like, think about it if you watch, like, an internet video of something you're just kind of like sort of interested in. or... Yeah, but you fast-forward to the end, right? <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. You, if you can't fast-forward to the end, what in that two-thirds slot is there to amuse you? So to yeah. the common fan that we're trying to, yeah. to yeah. be to, all yeah. these no-name guys that are good, but they're not as good as the people that drew them in, you're going to lose interest. And also, in the end, none of those races mean anything. Anything. They yeah. don't yeah. score they're, they're points. Not. Even... Even if you get a weekend, we're done just to go to the semi. It's like, well, big deal. Yeah. He's still going to make the main. Yeah. So yeah. I still don't really yeah. care. Yep. If you make those races count, though, yeah. like a Monster Cup, right. when you get home and you try to watch the race back, yeah. do you bother watching the heats? Um, yeah. Depends. If they're good, yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'll right. do it maybe yeah. the background, right. but I don't turn the computer off and study the heat races because by the time if the race is done, yep. they don't mean anything anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're so long. Like, you forget about things. There are times that oh, like, yeah. I'll watch the race. Yeah. I see the race Saturday night, pay attention to it as close yes. as I can. By the time I get to watch it on Sunday afternoon, there's stuff that I remember watching and being so excited about that I don't even see or on TV it doesn't look as cool. Yeah. Yeah. How many people remember Sealy won a heat race last week? No one remembers that. No one remembers the that. The heat race is only important for that one hour. And then once the main events right. start, the heat races are long gone forgotten well, memory. Well, speaking of heat races and exposure and everything else. I've gotten some uh, of those, yeah. Yeah, well, welcome to the show. Uh, the uh, owner of the Rocky Mountain KTM team, uh, Forrest Butler. What's up, Forrest? What's going on, guys? How are you? I'm pretty good. I gotta get used to this mic. Am I, I know. too loud? Am I good? No, Am I you're little? good. I'm adjusting you. Mathis's mic is the worst. Why did you? Why is it the top? No, you're it's the one low. that gets the most echo. Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you're the lowest. All right. Yeah. Sorry. All right. No, no, that's right. better. Uh, also, Ray Butts from uh, Rocky Mountain uh, ATV MC 
see. How are you, Ray? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for coming by, boys. This is uh, Forrest. We came here last year. It was a day race. And we came to this place for dinner after after the night show. Yeah, uh, we did. This, this is actually our fourth year of doing the event. Oh, is it really? Yeah, we did it for three years from the beginning. Each year it's grown and grown. And uh, this year looks like the biggest one to me so far. Yeah, it's a pretty cool deal, I think. Uh, we were just talking about it earlier. You know, obviously, the auction's going on right now. Go to the Facebook page on the uh, Motor Museum, and you can see everything on there. Um, it's a really cool deal. Yeah, it is. It's funny. I'll, I'll drop a name that most people don't know, but for me, this came about from, uh, you know, we sell our bikes and team bikes at the end of the year. Okay. And over the years... JT's bike? Yep. JT's bikes used to get sold. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe 30% of the customers stay longtime loyal customers. They love the bikes. They love having a real team bike and the way we build it. And there's a guy named Jim Robble, who's an enthusiast from here from St. Louis, and he's a, he donates some of the bikes to the museum. He's just part of the whole thing. That's that's who actually invited us four years ago. He had bought a team bike and then became an enthusiast and would buy a bike each year. I'm just a friendly guy, just oh, nothing but cool. a friendly yeah. fan. So that's how I got introduced to the whole Triumph Grill and the hotel and... I don't even know the name of everything here. It's yeah. crazy, though, to think, like... He's only had four years, so... Yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe there's a pamphlet or something we can hand out. It's a legitimate restaurant, like a nice yeah. restaurant. Yeah. You would not know... Like, you could go to the restaurant not being a fan of motocross at all. It's legitimate, can stand on its own as a fine restaurant to go to. But, oh, by the way, turn left, and there's this awesome museum. I've got to assume there's people that don't care about motocross that check it out and are like, oh... This is pretty cool. Like, it's legitimate enough to stand on its own and draw on maybe some new fans. Yeah, definitely. I think usually when you go to things like this, they, they last for a year or two, and they kind of drop off, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have your normal autograph signings and different dealerships, and things are up and things are down. But this, this one, it really, there's some impressive old motorcycles here, you know? Yeah, when you see, I mean, some of these, there's one on the front that's made of wood. It's yeah. literally made of wood, because this is like 1890s technology. Yeah. Well, it's pretty bitching because did you read the little story on it? I mean, the guy just, he lived on a farm and was like, you know what? I love motorcycles, but I'm going to spend zero dollars. I'm just going to grab stuff around the farm and build a bike. And they actually rode it. It like has a chainsaw motor and I mean, everything just jalopy, but it worked, I guess, apparently, according to the story. Good enough to to get around the farm. Um, For the teams and everything, you guys do a different dealer signing every Friday night. Is it... Do you think that every city maybe has something like this and they just haven't reached out to the right people to get it out there? Uh, they do for us, my team specifically, especially since we went with Rocky Mountain this year. You know, Rocky Mountain has not only an online retail dealership, but they have a couple brick-and-mortar dealerships full line. So our commitment with our title sponsor in Rocky Mountain unfortunately takes us out of going to just every independent you know, dealership for each weekend. And that's, so for me, we're in a little bit of a different boat. We respect their sponsorship and their dealerships, and that's obviously where we guide all of our fans. But the direct OEMs, yeah, each one has to go to a different dealership because that's what they're representing. And I've, I've been to, of course, I've been to them over the 15 years of doing it, and I've seen some that are impressive. You have thousand people at some of them and then you're set some where you're just yeah. like oh my god i'm watching paint drag and i go home yeah it's a real i feel like uh we're 2017 and i feel like the uh the teams are moving a bit away from that i mean cowie did something in minneapolis where they brought him to a bar on friday night to kind of get everybody kind of hanging out you know a little bit of yeah a little bit of a different atmosphere than a dealer you know i feel like the, the oems are deciding to do something different it's like anything we just have to evolve and change you know originally i think 
when you go back to, I know it's kind of stupid, but 20 years ago wasn't that long ago now. Yeah. But before it, it actually, I'm going to jump back. This is really funny. I just, okay. I just finally sold my house in Miami. So we had to go down last week. We had a lot of stuff going on, but we had to finish the, the final like third of what was left in the house. And when we're unpacking, my, that's the stuff that you forgot you had yeah. from when you got yeah, married yeah. Right. 10 years, 15 years yeah. ago. <laughs> so in this pile, the best part is she just somehow finds this 1993 Fox, no, I'm sorry, 1990 Fox, 1995 Fox Dream Calendar. Do you remember the oh, Dream yeah, Calendar? Yeah, Dream On. And here it is. Here's the cover, and it's Doug Henry, number 16. Yep. No, actually, he had number one on it, so okay. it's his outdoor championship yep. bike, doing a wheelie. And I got an autograph right across his face that says, Guy Cooper, <laughs> to, to the butlers. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I remember getting it. That was at Daytona when uh-huh. I was a kid, way Gosh. before I was, we didn't race then, you know, but yeah. you'd get up to Daytona with dad, and the first thing you wanted to do was go to the tents. Because you had to go see the riders. Yeah. Because that was the only time you got to see the riders. Yeah. The yeah. pits weren't like the pits now. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing is go from 20 years from then till now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, on race day and the monster program, you know, like all the fans yeah. really get to interact with the riders so yeah. much. That, yeah, yeah. I don't think you can have the basic generic old dealership thing. Right. Um, uh, Ray, talking about you, uh, rocking yeah. on ATVMC, you guys have had a team for a number of years. Yeah. But in 17, teaming up with Forrest. You guys have never been this big of a team. You got a podium Correct. with Blake Baggett this year. Uh, how's it been? How's the program for you as a as a as an online dealer and a, and a dealership and everything else? Has it been been cool for you? Yeah, it's been a, it's been an awesome experience. I mean, the team, uh, you know, everyone from the riders to the mechanics to you know Forrest and and Burner and everybody. I mean, it, it's an awesome experience. I mean, I you always worry about it. You always hear about all the drama that. Can, that can happen. It doesn't always happen, but can happen at that level. I mean, it's literally not been there from my perspective. Uh-huh. I mean, oh yeah, you have a few little things you got to work out and whatnot, but uh, it's just been a great experience. And then just watching the uh, Blake and, and Davey just elevate in performance. Yeah. You know, we came into this thinking, you know what, we're you know let's shoot for top ten. Yeah, yeah. And you know now they're they're nipping at, at podiums, and yeah. so it's 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 been awesome. I mean. I I imagine as a sponsor, like, look, you've been you've been in and out of this sport for a long time, so you know all about it. Yeah. It's still got to be really cool. Like, I imagine if I had a guy on a podium wearing a Pulp MX hat, you know what I mean? Like, even though, like, again, you've had good guys, you've had solid yep. results, but to see a guy getting a third with, oh, with your hat on, you're I, like, I was so caught off guard at Atlanta. I mean, <laughs> I think I was eating a chicken wing and went, oh, my gosh, he's going to be on the podium. And so then I, like, ran around, yeah. you know, and I never did find my way down in time for the right. Real celebration. I got down. <laughs> I got on. down in time for like one picture, but but yeah. I mean, I was just like, oh my gosh, we're we're going to be on the podium, and I'm like, and uh, yeah, I left way too late. But it was still. I mean, it's just incredible. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been, so it's been a cool thing for you. It's been. Yeah, now yeah. I expect it. I mean, I don't know what they're doing. You know, I, why the hell are they doing? Yeah, more, I know. I, I, more fourth and fifth. Come on, fourth yeah. and fifth. <laughs> well, hey, fourth. So we've been talking a bit on all of my shows and, and you know on RacerX Online and probably on that that guy's magazine and website too. <laughs> Look, KTM's fighting for a title here with Ryan Dungey. Yeah. And David Millsap just gave him a hell of a race for 15 minutes. Blake Baggett was coming. Baggett has beaten Dungey a few times. Uh, I think Baggett's probably thrown away a couple more podiums, you know, nights when he's been really good. So when, it, are you, are you, you're at a spot where you're like, hmm, I really want to go in the box. Is Roger going to be mad? 
Roger, are we okay? Has any of that happened? No, not at all. I mean, I, I, I fully expect with five rounds to go for the, the media and all you guys to start writing about it, just like we already did this week. Yeah, we just, we got, after Millsaps held him off for that long, it was like a tidal wave of, how can they do this? And I'm thinking, dude, there's six races left at that point. Yeah. You can't have meetings. Six races is one-third of the season. Yeah. We've already got to start pulling over? It, that's my yeah. answer. They, no, there's no, there's no team tactics going on, really. Hey, this isn't two rounds ago or a round ago or yeah. anything like that. At, at the same time, if you really go back and analyze that race, you know, I mean, Davies, Davies made some changes. We made changes in the middle of the season like mm -hmm. a lot of people do. We'll keep them private, but he's excelling every week now, and now he was in the mix, and really, he went after Marv with a fair shot at second. He was going for his first podium in three and, years. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, but he was moving for second. He was on yep. the move. He's racing his way back up to the, the end main event push, but when Dunge got up there, I mean, they really stayed about 10 bike lengths apart, you know? So you got to remember is, yes, we're all working as teammates, but we work as teammates to drive each other up, you know? No different than my guys are trying to use those guys to pull them forward, and really, that's it was just a heck of a battle. Yeah. And yeah. once once and Ryan was got, coming. Yeah, but once Ryan got there, I mean, if you really everybody thinks there was this big battle, but it was really a big gap. There was really only a battle for two or three laps mm -hmm. if you watched yeah. if you actually watched the race. And Davey was faster in one section, he was faster in another, and, and he he was the faster guy. He passed Davey and we were going through. So no, there's 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 no tactics, but at the same time I expect the drama to come yeah. from the media and stuff because there's there's yeah. four there's four I KTMs mean, and we're all if you really look at it my two guys and their two guys I mean we are now the solidified top six for set yes yeah, yeah and, absolutely and we're great starters I mean yeah, yeah there's going to be just a be CR like hey Blake and Davey don't go for the Tim Fib in the corner no not at race all. it hard yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, let's just back that down yeah, a little yeah. bit yeah. yeah what I think people forget is and again we were hit so many fans saying why don't they just move over and I'm like are you first of all it's not the same team really you guys obviously work together and you get great bikes and great support but second of all all these riders the riders have to be out for themselves first and foremost. Well, Dave's yes. going for a podium for three years. Right. Like, Blake has a lot of money there for him, too. Right. right. And yeah. Blake has one podium this year. He'd want to have two. It's very hard to get everybody in one room and everyone sacrifice for one guy, especially, wait, we have to do this for six weeks? That's yeah. what we're supposed to do? Pull over six out of 17 races? It's not the, as simple as people think to no, just have a meeting well, and, and also, just it. remember the, the, the level of professionalism from the OEM down to the riders down to Dungey and his respect as being a defending champ. I mean, if, if you had Dungey on here, would he tell you that he wants people pulling over? No. Yeah, I mean, no. no. So everybody, yeah. it, for who listens to the show, in my opinion, I mean, no, they're all racers. I mean, right. at this point in Supercross, the pace they're going, those guys, trust me, with the pit board, you know, what yeah. I would like to see next, I wish we had radio telecommunications <laughs> like this because they're, they're the colors, the speeds, the track, the obstacles, they don't even know when it's our own teammate, you know, when it's my two yeah. guys until they're together. So there's much more going on than, than anything to do with team tactics. They're all racing, and it's going to uh, – there's still five races. Right. I mean, Eli's been on his run, but Eli, we all know his weaknesses too. He gets shaken up one time. and Well, we talked about, like, Eli's been on this great run. He's been phenomenal. He didn't get the start in the heat last week, and he didn't do anything. No. He just – yeah. Couldn't move up, and he got what eighth, yeah, seventh. Yeah, close. You know what I mean? Yeah. He wasn't even close to getting qualified. It took one start, and we all of a sudden saw the fastest guy just gone, just look normal. 
You yeah. Know? So, so it could change quickly. Yeah. Uh, How Rick, cool is it oh. for you, though? Like, this conversation that we're having, it must have been so frustrating at one point when you guys had good bikes and the riders are going fast, but it wasn't coming together. Now in the main events, all the way down to the final lap, it's absolutely coming together. You guys are in this conversation pretty much every week, at least one of your guys, if not both. Yeah, it, when you, like, for just to bring everybody in, Weed was out at Blake's farm about yep. two, three weeks ago, so he and I were talking for a while. We were kind of talking about the same thing. And I don't know, I'm just a style person that, no, every, every year I want to do better. You, you so. never... You never talk about the Toronto Supercross sweep. He doesn't talk about the Toronto <laughs> no, Supercross sweep. <laughs> I talk about Summercross for 20 years now. And it wasn't even a real race. Not only did we sweep, we also won both heat races that oh. night. Oh. But the bigger part of that yeah. year is we actually got third at Daytona. Legit podium. Villapoto won. With who? Canard second. Matt Bonney third for us. Really? 2008. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then we won another legit heat race in Detroit. And, uh, no, that was a good year. I just, I honestly think that was the, I'm not knocking on it, but that was the 250 class. And like we talked about, we were making a... swept the podium, bro. We were, we were going back at it this year. We were definitely yeah. going for wins, but it ended <laughs> real quick. It, it's got to be a cool evolution for you, like we said, regardless of that World Supercross sweep. Ray, for you, rmfantasysx.com, a huge fantasy sh game that you play. Yep. You're now picking your own guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean... Yeah, you feel like unloyal at the beginning of the season. You're going, rather, well, you know, I'm not going to be in the top five, right. but, you know, I'll try and pick my five. But now they're in the mix regular. You're like, I heard, you're like, Forrest told me, Dave, he had a great week. Fourth place, third place. Whatever. Yeah, insider <laughs> trading. That might not yeah. be allowed. I mean, yeah. that's right. It's kind of neat, right, for you, too. I mean, talking about Forrest and his growth, where, oh, he, yeah. where he just had JT for 20 years. I hope, he's, I hope JT's listening. Uh, now, for you, I mean, you know, you had Kyle Partridge and you had uh, Kyle Chisholm and different yeah. guys over the years. Bracken Hall, you guys teamed up with. But this is like another level for you guys, just to see it. Yeah, I mean, just the level of professionalism and the tools they use and the way they they break down practice and everything. And I mean, to be honest, uh, you know, it, it's just a growing process. You know, I mean, you're always trying to improve. Yeah. Just like Forrest was saying, he's always trying to improve. Well. They were already up here, and, you know, my experience was down, you know, just yep. barely scratching the surface. And so, you know, I mean, loved all the people that, that worked for us in the past, mm -hmm. that, that rode for us. And, but it's just, it's a massive leap this year. We went from high-fiving because we made the main to now we're on the podium. So, I mean, it, it has been one massive leap this year. Um, but the, ultimately, what, what you're doing this for is to increase sales for Rocky Mountain oh, and for brand sure. awareness and everything else. Has yeah. that been happening? Has that? Have you noticed, uh, you know, being involved with Forrest's team, getting on the podiums, winning heat races, everything else? Have you seen, either in sales or in awareness, Rocky Mountain kind of grow? Because let's face it, that's what we're all here for. Yeah. That's why I'm doing this. That's why you're doing it. Definitely. I mean, we're, we're seeing, uh, you know, we're, we're catching a lot of love because of the team and yep. whatnot. And, and, and like I said, everyone are, are really good people. Everyone on the team are so good. Uh, even Nate? Even Nate. Okay. You know, right. Everybody loves surprise. Nate. Yeah. You know surprise, I mean? right? Yeah. Surprise, yeah. So, but but everybody on the team, everyone loves them. All the all the fans, you know, I mean, we, we constantly hear compliments on Davey yeah. and Blake and, you know, even Benny and, and uh, whatnot. I mean, Dakota's new, so yeah. haven't heard a whole lot from him. Right. But everything, you know, everything we do in our marketing, you know, I mean, it's, it all supports it, you yeah. know. And I believe in the intangibles. 
there's no way that you can go and look at the money we spent on Supercross and go dollar for dollar, here's where the dollar yeah. came from. Yeah. But for sure, I mean, our, our name awareness is definitely increasing and, and blowing up over the last, I would say the last five to ten years. Mm-hmm. Uh, there used to be a time when I'd walk around races and people were like, didn't comment and now you know i just came back from freestone and probably had a half a dozen people stop me and you know thank me for some of our loyalty programs or gift card programs uh you know another chunk you know weege and i I work together a lot on the amateur side you know where we're a title sponsor of loretta's and we're in all the mini majors that that's a new one this year i didn't know if you know that but uh we inked a deal with mammoth motocross so we'll be there this year will he announce it uh I don't know. Do Kevin Kelly's dying to get me out there. He says, my life will never be the same once you go to Mammoth. I've never been I've never been there. I've yeah, never me been. neither. I've never been. Yeah, no. yeah never me been? neither. Nope, never. Really? I, was, no, I had a ticket to go on the Monday after Bud's Creek in 98, and my rider blew, up, was, blew off his knee, blew out his knee. And blew off his knee. Blew off, blew out. Unbelievable. Uh, and yeah. that was it. I never yeah. got to go. So I've never been. But yeah. anyways, he'll announce anything for like... $50. Nice. But I got to say, let Ray, all know that. Ray is becoming, yeah, exactly. I'll be there all week, two weekends at races. But Ray is becoming one of the industry's best at sitting at the desk and putting the headset on. Whether it's uh, Jim Holly, Boyer, or Blair Show, yeah, yeah. whether it's coming on here, whether it's in the tower with us at Loretta's. Because uh, how many freaking races are you going to? You went to Freestone uh, in between? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> as, guy's as nuts. I start Supercross, you know, as soon as January rolls in, I I start Supercross, and yeah. then somewhere in February, March, I start meshing in amateur stuff because, you know, my 12-year-old races, and so if I'm not at Supercross, I'm doing an amateur event. So, wow, that's cool. That's gnarly. You know, and then roll straight on into uh, Loretta's. 97 Supercross champ. Yeah, 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 yeah. come back. Yeah. Nice. We got plenty of time. Yeah. Come on back, Jeff. Yeah, associated with him a long time now, doing different things with Amazon. Yeah, we're always working on projects yeah. and whatnot together. I mean, we, we had some... Uh had some rides, like some, you know, we did a couple rides with him. We've done yep. uh, dinners and whatnot. Uh, recently, we've been partnering up with uh, the Goat Farm and RCU, and, and Jeff's yep. part of that. And, yep. and uh, you know, we're always, you know, putting our thinking caps on for other ways we can do some promotions and, mm-hmm. you know, help each other out. I mean, right. with his grips and everything, I mean, he's definitely blown up the, the yep. market for ODI, yep. you know. So. Yeah, I, I, you, you think. You think a guy like Fro might just be like, hey, I got a buddy who makes scripts. Yeah, yeah, slap my name on it and give me some money. But no, no, no. Like, Fro is like, have you ever talked to him about the grips? Have you ever seen him test the grips? Uh, no, but. Oh, my God. <laughs> You've never seen a man pat more passionate about grips than Jeff Emmett. He tested the grips at the, at the goat farm. So ask okay. him about that. Okay, ask him about testing yeah, his grips. He'll come back on. So. Yeah, on the factory team side, he does not. He's relentless. Yeah. He does not give up. No matter what. Yeah. No, you got to wear it. And it's like, dude, if if you were us back in the day, would you wear it? Yes. And he just goes with it. Yeah, yeah. That's he does right. not give up. Whatever the next version is, it's the next version. Yeah. Uh, before we let you guys go, get back to the auction and everything else here at the St. Louis Motor Museum Forest. Jason Thomas, he's on our show every Monday. He does our race recap. He works for Racer X. He, him and Anton don't like each other, but whatever. I like JT. I'm kidding. I'm joking. Give us some JT stories. What's the – he wrote for you. Or your friends. All right, listen. Friends for first, tw- first of all. Years. Just send him a picture of what he wore to dinner the other night. That's story enough, isn't it? Oh, it's brilliant. We'll be glad to explain <laughs> it, it on this, the this all, this all depends because I still want to come out. I still want to come out and do an in-studio show. Anytime. Yeah, you have the I invite. Just, I just need to come and do it. So 
I'd feel better if he was there, you know, but there's so yeah, many stories. Yeah, it's okay. You'll have to wear your infab shirt. So it's okay. like, do you want a motocross one? Or well, give you... us a Frank one. Give us a Frank one. Give us a JT one. I mean, there's got to be. Just... I got some that are so embarrassing, though. even get so mad at me. Okay. Then, yeah. I got a, I'll give you a college embarrassing one, and then I'll give you I'll give you a good Frank one, though. Okay. Uh, I mean, when I met JT, was his into B class, me just getting into motocross at Loretta's style, and he was straight day. So we were Florida boys, and the winter M's were, were huge back then, right? Yep. That was still two days. Yeah. Sunday was pro day, two 20-minute motos for 125 and 250s. And Dade City used to just be famous. You would All the mechanics would stand in the lower back grass area. Yep. Yep. And I don't know, you know, JT's battling fifth, sixth with Paul Curry, Jeff Curry. It was like yeah, those yeah. days, right? right, right. And, I, and, I and people would show up. Sellards, you know. To me, he's doing great. He's my he's my little buddy in his yeah. first year of his first A races, and just I don't even know what he did to make Frank mad. <laughs> but there was a wall, and I know you can't describe it on radio, but yeah. right behind the mechanics area was like the three or four foot wall of sand. That the next level up was actually the orange play part of Dade City. Okay. If you ever been to Dade City, yeah. it drops up in the back. Yeah. And just mid moto, he comes by, and Frank is so mad at whatever position he just launched, <laughs> he takes the pit board and turns around and flings it like a frisbee. <laughs> and it goes, it goes 30 feet and sticks into the sand wall. <laughs> if anybody would have been right. in the way. I mean, like Ninja you, Star. when you said blow a knee off a minute yeah, ago, yeah. I mean, we'd have blown a knee off. <laughs> and then the best part is, every, and he would, it was just, that was Frank. He would stand there like it didn't happen. And then 60 seconds later, as Jason's getting ready to come around for the next lap, yeah. he ran over and grabbed his pit board out of the wall. <laughs> so, like, the emotion just got a hold of him. What so about, what JT never saw it. He would have never known this no, didn't happen. No, JT, JT would hear the stories after the races. <laughs> what about the too slow pull-off? No, the too slow pull-off is dead. It's, it's just true. <laughs> and that, that was when... That was when uh, have you heard about that one, Ray? I have. In Millville, yeah. Frank gave JT a pit board early in the race. Too slow pull-off. So JT pulled off. Yeah, we had, we had this point where through, through our... I think we worked together for six years, yeah. uh, you know, with racing. Yeah. Obviously, We've been friends before and, yeah. and forever after, but yeah, right. Frank was in there the first three years, and it was kind of just getting to the end where we needed, you know, Frank was getting older, and, yeah. and you're just yeah. JT needed to try other mechanics, and just everything was fine. But that year, I think Frank was just done. Like he yeah. was just done. He's like, why am I still out here doing this? He was physically done, emotionally done. Yeah, it was 2008 or seven privateer right. Honda days. Paychecks not much. Yeah. And, and JT went out, and he was just off. I don't know. And he was probably 15th, yeah. Yeah. you know. <laughs> but that was when Ricky and Ricky and James and Chad were, like, lapping people on lap five. Yeah. Yeah. So Chad was lapping him, and it was, I guess, just too early for his liking. So <laughs> there was the pit board, too so slow, pull, pull off. <laughs> because, because Reed was coming up to lap you, so he didn't even – it was just off. Yeah. So JT's like, I'll show you, and actually pulled off. It's great. That's nice. Forrest really brought it on that. He did. That was yeah. good. That was yeah. good no, stuff. that wasn't a good one. I think this, this well, we know. Telling, he'll kill him. He's going to get so mad. Here's my defense. Tough. This one, he was young. Okay. So. In college, we had some good ones because we had an age gap, you know. So yeah. we were, me and my buddies were legal. We had just moved to Gainesville to yeah. go to college, yeah. per se, right? To party down. Yeah. And JT was, was not of age. So we were in, in, in Gainesville. You're in college town. So you got 18 and up type stuff. So we're, him and 
one of my other best friends are there. JT is literally a wall ornament the whole yeah. time because <laughs> he's 18 or 19. Yeah. And he can't. And he's. And I, I think it was his first year pro too. So he's not drinking. He's anything. He's perfect. But it was. You couldn't get him to talk to. to yes. To, yeah. No. Nobody. Yes. You know, like. I think the arms yeah. folded. Single child. Yeah. And now we're, we're we're getting going and we're wound up and it's time to go. And just that was the end of the night. No great story. We get in my friend's Tahoe. And, we, and when you're in Gainesville, there's like a all the all the fraternities, yeah. frat roads, the dorms, the swamp. Everything's right there, yep. like a college party football town. Where's that theater at? That theater. It's, it'd be on the same street, same street. going okay, further down. Like yeah. all, these yeah. are all the places. Yeah. So we leave right. a we leave a place like that, right. and we pull up to this traffic light. And my buddy and I, and we're from Miami, so you're not trying to couple. You know, we're all <laughs> scrappers from where we come from. Eddie Reyes told me. Yeah. So right. it would be like, yeah, Eddie's missing from the car, but if Eddie was in the car, yes, right. that's our situation. So my friend Darren driving on there, and JT's in the back seat, and JT was. Making a short joke, but at 18 he was still a kid. He, yeah. he had not grown yet. He yeah. was really small. And some kids pull up, say something like "nice truck" or something, yeah. and then right as the red light goes or the green light goes, it was you know, are we allowed to cuss on this? Yeah, sure. I think when they hauled ass, they were like for a faggot or something oh, yeah, like okay, that, yeah. you know. Uh, and just there, it didn't even need to be set. You yeah. know, like I'm like go, and he's like go, and we. So we chase these guys, and we literally get through, and they're running, and they pull into their frat house, and they weren't expecting us. Like yeah, I mean we were a little overboard on temper, so we just jumped straight into the front yard and just blocked their car in the front of the front. And we get out, we run. They tried to get out to run. He got his guy. I grabbed him by the, by the door. I grabbed my God. guy, body slam on like the top of the hood. <laughs> I'm pounding this guy in the hood. My other guy's got his guy, pounding him on the ground. They're screaming, stop. And in the middle of the poundings. Yeah, JT. No. Oh. This, that's the best part of the story. No, I'm not thinking anything about JT. Yeah. This is just me and yeah. my friend Tim right. going at it. And then all of a sudden, you hear something, and we look, and it's like a movie. There's, there's literally like a porch. Okay. As just frat guy after frat guy starts pounding. <laughs> just, Next thing you know, there's just a wall <laughs> of about 20 guys. Is all of a sudden that wall starts to come fast. Yeah, yeah. We look at each other and just yeah. are like, run. We gotta go. We run for the Tahoe. We get in and then it's burn out across the grass while frat guys are chasing us. Like 20 of them. <laughs> Hop the curve, hit the bouncing. We're it's like fall guy. We're, yeah, we're flying down the street now. And right then, all of a sudden, where's yeah, JT? We, yeah, we forgot about JT. <laughs> all of a sudden, my buddy goes. <laughs> He looks in his rear view mirror and says, JT, you're in the fucking car? <laughs> and JT, I guess when we had pulled in and he saw the frat house, he went to the back back of the Tahoe and there was a blanket and he got it. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted nothing to do with the frat guys. Oh, God, yeah. He, 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 <laughs> he I'm, I'm dead right now. You I'm, are. I'm dead, you you but, will be getting a text in five, four, three. Oh, yeah, he's, got plenty like of, he's got plenty of bad stories about me that murder that story. Yeah, so. probably. Do you know what's nice, though, where he's a little guy, you had no expectation? I was the guy that was always in yeah. the back, and they'd pull out right. and go, Ray, get out. Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray, yeah. let's handle business. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go, buddy. Whether you wanted to or not. <laughs> I'm like, what? what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why am I getting into this? Yeah, you're like, huh, what? Because this guy get out now. <laughs> you want to mess with me? Yeah. Here's, my, here's my buddy. Yeah, yeah. My, my buddy's buddy. name Ray. He's going to mess you up. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, everybody. Uh, Pulp the Mech boss Show. is here. Yeah, he is. The Pulp Mech Show is done by BTO Sports. .com and Fly Racing, live at the uh, Motor Museum here in St. Louis, Cystic Fibrosis Auction, some real cool things on Facebook, uh, riding lessons with Brock, Chad Reed jerseys, Eli Tomei plastics, you've you donated there, some yeah. stuff, uh, yeah, we got a lot of stuff, and the guys just finished siding up there, all three of them, Davey Blake and 
Benny. So cool. I think awesome. we're going to jet out on you guys here. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for coming by. Thanks, Ray. Thanks yep, for thank us. you. Appreciate see you it. Tomorrow. And see uh, you yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. All, All right. right, everybody. That's uh, Ray Butts and Forrest Butler from the uh, Rocky Mountain KTM team. Thanks, boys. All right. All right, Ray. See you later. Thank you. See you. Oh, I'm pumped that Forrest brought that. Yeah. Uh, and, I was worried that he wasn't going to go there. That was spectacular. <laughs> Hiding under the blanket. Some guy in uh, Daytona, they have that bar on the infield. I didn't go rain. to Daytona. I, uh, oh. My brother went a week oh. later. Well, you've been there before. Yeah. So there's yeah. that Budweiser thing in the infield. Oh, yeah. Well, at, like five minutes after the amateur race ended, it rained, and everybody got everybody ran for cover. That was the only cover there was. So everybody's mingling under there for a long time. So some random guy comes up, and he's like, yeah, I went to high school with JT. And I'm like, all oh, right. No way, right. Yeah, and he's like, <clears throat> he started telling me stories of JT would – want to go to these parties where the chicks were, uh -huh. but he had to train. So he would run to the parties with a Gatorade in each hand <laughs> and then drink Gatorade at these underage drinking parties. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, That's commitment. And yeah. we're going to have Jeff Emig on, but uh, Danny Stevenson said, you know, when he lived with Fro and Fro was Fro, like out all night, but would always wake up at 6 a.m. to it go for a run just all the time. I, I, I've been to like Club Rubber now because it's a concert venue, okay. and I just think of all the shit that happened there and I'm just like, oh, one night I wish I could have seen it. Those walls could talk. Yeah. yeah. Right? All right, everybody. Thanks for listening again. Let's bring in our next couple of guests here uh, from the Motor Museum. They are from the Legends and Hero program. Uh, Alex, how do you say your last name? Moros, like Moroses. Like Morose. Oh, Morose. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. And Marlon Phillips. Marlon, thanks for coming in. Thanks for uh, hooking us up. Alex, you're the first guy I reached out for, to ask me to come into a live show. Appreciate it. Oh, why wouldn't we uh, ask the best guy in the industry? to come out here and do oh, a, you know that? A, a cast. The, the best guy. The best, yeah, the best guy. guy. A little debate over that. And, and the crew. And yeah. the crew. Let's go ask Millsaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We were, it's not bailing you out of a burning building. So. <laughs> no, no yeah. exactly. Yeah, thanks for coming by, guys. It's a really cool thing here, isn't it? It is. You know, um, you know we've been doing this museum thing since 2009. You know, Weege and all the guys from MX Sports and, uh, and Supercross asked us to bring out this eye candy. And, uh, man, it, I can't believe we've done like 119 Supercross venues since really? we started wow, since 09. Okay. I started thinking about how, how long it's been taking us and it's like this is a hobby turned into a real job. <laughs> well yeah man that's 30 some weekends on the road. Yeah, yeah. I always wonder this so what we basically have is a museum at the races a mobile museum so it's there every weekend. Are there fans that go to Supercross like hey I want to check out this dirt bike thing I don't know too much about it and they go through your museum and they actually learn something like does it work that way? Yes it does and, yeah. and it's surprising that uh, you know, uh, Marlon, who's been with us for a few years, you know, he, he does the driving and the operations end of it for us, but we all kind of gauge all the folks going through, mm -hmm. and you've got folks... I'm going to say the grandfather crew now because I'm, you know, beyond the, that. And then they got the, the son and their, their kids. And, and it's the son and the father that are bringing the little kids through and just explaining to yeah. them, this is the bike I used to have. And yeah. if the kids are riding, they're really into it, uh, you know, because they get an understanding about a little lineage here, a little history. And, of course, when they go inside, we, we have the video of the history of the sport. But uh, Great voiceover on that video. Oh, great. Oh, you know, that's an A-plus effort. Hey, that's yeah. a big award-winning video. Oh, that so good. Show. I bet it is. Yeah. So good. <laughs> <laughs> but so Ralph's here somewhere then? Ralph did it? Yeah, Ralph, Ralph did it. Yeah, yeah Ralph okay. is here, but he's not in the video.
video. I'm sure Ralph did it. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. He wrote it. Something. Yeah. No, our friends over at Pipeline Productions and Todd Hoffman, they did the video. We each did the, uh, the voiceover. And uh, it, it's a good speech. I, I mean, when I first saw it, and you had that closer with... Uh, McGrath, you get kind of goosebumps because it goes back to, in some movie legends yeah. and heroes, it all starts out with the little kids on bikes yeah. and Wardy doing a wheelie and you know all the national the champions when they were little and it just goes through that progression with uh, uh, with uh, Marty Tripes winning Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah, it, it's interesting. You're absolutely. It's a really cool thing at every Supercross. And for me, a guy who's like, I love the history of the sport. I do a lot of articles and stories and podcasts with these older guys. Weed, you grew up with these guys, and we talk all the time. It is sad when you see some of the new fans, and they just go, who's that? Yeah. Who's that? Like, who's that guy? And you're they just like, know. like, I get it. I get it that you're into the sport now, and that's cool. But, man, like, Rick Johnson was Ryan Dungey. I mean, everything that Ryan Dungey is. It's Absolutely. Whatever you yep. want to, uh, the speed, the style, the, the way he acts, that was Rick Johnson, or that was Jeremy McGrath, or whatever. And you feel like you see these guys in the pits and kind of nobody bothers them, nobody looks at them. Yep. And you're like, ah, oh, man. They should be mobbed. Rick right. Johnson should not be able right. to move yeah. in the pits. Especially yeah. RJ. Yeah. RJ. Well, he it, feels that way, You're too. right. When we, get, when we get to a lot of the, uh, the, the, the pros, yeah. the younger pros, they're just not there yet. Yep. One of the things we try to do is we get our legends around and we, we do the introduction. It's like Gannon Audette, who rides with us. Uh, you know, Gannon really didn't know who RJ was. And we did really? this. Yeah, he didn't know. And, and we did an introduction a couple of years ago. You know, they're both yeah, buds yeah. now. But yeah. once you make the introduction and they get the connection, they, they figure out that the same problems they're having today are the same problems RJ had back yep. then. Yeah. You know? So those things don't really change. You know, as, as Marlon and I say, history repeats itself. Yep. And, uh, you know, Marlon, you've seen some pretty cool stuff out there. I mean, with the, yes. with the kids and the champs, I mean, it, you got a couple, probably a couple cool stories. Well, it's, it's just amazing. Uh, at our trailer, there's always a line of people in front of the trailer. Yeah. And, and you go look at a lot of the other, uh, the haulers. You know, Ryan Dungey's got a big line when he's doing an autograph yeah. signing. But there's always a line in front of our trailer. So, and it's a lot of little kids, and they, they just really enjoy seeing the old bikes. It's just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. to watch their faces as they come through. I uh, I go by all the time looking to see because you guys have rotating bikes, you have different bikes each round. I always go by, check them out, see yeah. who's, yep. who, who's there, what, or what you, you know, because I rebuilt, I've built, rebuilt some classic bikes, and it's always it's always interesting to see whose bikes come out, who, what you bring, what you get, you know. Yep. Every every week's different. We yes. got our St. Louis crew this year, and uh, you know uh, our local guys bring the bikes out, and we show them, and uh, you know they're proud. Yeah. They'll hang all day, and they will talk. <laughs> well, how does that process work? How does that process work? Well, some years ago. So uh, when I got back into racing, I was the Arma off-road director, and you know, I got to know all these guys in Arma and all the vintage racers. So uh, when I retired from that job after three long years, uh, uh, we had all these buds, and so I would just call up, say, "We, hey, we're going to do Supercross St. Louis. Want to bring your bike out? Yeah. I'll get your free pass. You can hang with us and be with the fans." The first year, we used to have to, like, you know, really scratch the surface. Now, we've, you know, I don't even call anymore. We have our yeah, friends call us, and we have it come in. Yep. And that's the coolest thing about the whole program is that uh, these folks are part of our core. I mean, I look at a lot of the guys that are starting to come up now that are coming back to racing. You know, you, you race in your teens till you're 20, 30, and then you kind of stop, and the family starts. And... You never get that gasoline out of your veins. And then you might come back running the plus 30 or 40 class or the 50 class on a new bike or get involved in vintage racing, and it starts all over again. Yeah, yeah. And so this cycle just continues, and that's the cool thing about it. Bikes are easy, and uh, having some cool stuff like we got here today, like 
We had a, a, a Triumph Rickman 500 1969 Matisse. Not many people know about <laughs> no, that bike, no. okay? But, you know, those are the four strokes back in the day yeah. that, that they... It, it, do you guys know what the word Matisse means? No. 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 This Anton? is a good one. All right. I'm thinking Italian. Mm, French. Okay. All right. And uh, back in the 60s, you didn't have a motocross bike. I mean, these bikes were, you know, they're cobbed together. And the Rickman brothers made a frame that was very competitive out of uh, nickel-plated... Uh, steel mm -hmm. and uh, it was cobbed together with engines and suspensions from everybody so the word Matisse means bastard in French and I didn't know that <laughs> so they were bastard yeah, bikes they were all pulled together and they made the, the, some of the finest machines back then they throw a BSA 441 motor in it or a Triumph Cub 250 or the Triumph Twin 500 with a real manly bike that I used to race in Arma a 650 Triumph Twin oh, oh my Jeez, god I got goosebumps track. on yeah. it oh. banging bars with um, with uh, 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 oh, uh, now I'm really getting old. The trials guy, uh, Mick Adams. Okay. And we're at Casey, Illinois, and I got my brand new Matisse. I've been to Casey the tracks. Oh, track. yeah. They, they had a great grass vintage track. Yep. He's next to me. We take off. And you can tell in your peripheral vision, I got the whole shot, right? Right. I get in that first turn, and all of a sudden, somebody bumps my wheel. What? Yeah. I go into second turn. It's Mick Andrews. For three turns, he started bumping my rear wheel. I said, you know... Maybe he is faster than me. <laughs> and by the fourth turn, he just took off on that Matisse, yeah. and he danced down this rutted, called the rutted highway, and uh, it was the coolest thing I ever experienced. Oh, that's awesome. Cool yeah. stuff. It, how does something uh, get put together with Gannon Audette for you guys? How does that work? Uh, you know, he, Gannon, had, uh, had, he was this good news story when he came out of the Loretta Lynn's. He was two-time champ, uh -huh. and he had a factory ride and all that. And yep. he had bad luck in Dallas. First time he uh, he broke his uh, wrist. Wrist? Wrist? Yeah. yeah. And I think the second time was... He got hurt in Dallas to open her two years in a row. Two years yeah. in a row. He was, never he got hit. to race. Yeah, never yeah. got to race. Yeah. And so I was saying to my buddy Bobby McClellan, who owns Kissimmee Motorsports, who's a vintage racer, too. I said, Bobby, you know, it'd be kind of cool if we, we could get a motocross kid to come ride with us. You know, just kind of put yeah. the history and the future together. And so they said, well, we got this kid. Gannon out there. He's a nice kid. He had a hard luck story. He'd just take his bike around. So we took his bike around, and, and sure enough, Gannon made uh, seven yeah. of the eight mains that first year. And uh, the second year, uh, you know, Gannon has always been a top 20 rider. And we started raising money within our club here, our group, to subsidize his travel. And not, not enough, but you know, yeah, to make him a millionaire, yeah. but just to help the kid out. And last year, we, he, was, he was on a roll last year. He was, he was working up to a top 10. He finished sixth with us at uh, Detroit. And then he got the call from Mitch Payton. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because there was an injury on the team. And he went to Mitch. And uh, I remember, I think, I think Mitch is a great coach because he can take people that are okay and if he can find yeah. that sweet spot he can turn yeah, the, the heat up. Combination of a bike and a team yeah. and people around you. Well, yeah, yeah. Gannon, Mentor. Yeah. Gannon yeah. would go out there and he'd ride and kind of look over his shoulder and practice right. and he'd always say, Gannon, put in hard laps. Yeah. Well, he goes out to his first heat race and Mitch said to him, Gannon, do you always let off in the first turn? Well, yeah. Gannon did. So, in his, uh, in the main, Gannon, 
to prove that he could do it, got the whole shot. Yeah. He led half the race, <laughs> ended up third on the podium. We, yeah. had, we had a great night. He had a great season. He actually finished last year sixth overall, yeah. 250 no, he's, he's underrated. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's very yeah. underrated. Yeah, absolutely. So this year, you know, he didn't. everybody's healthy this year. He didn't get called up. He's with us again this year. Yep. He got an eighth last weekend. He's working his way up. I'm sure he's going to get another top ten uh, tonight or tomorrow night. Yeah. And, you know, if there's somebody out there that has some good uh, coaching and uh, guidance, this kid could be a champion. Uh, he's got the season. He, he's seasoned. He's uh, uh, well-versed. He's likable. Uh, and he just needs that full season shot with a good team mm -hmm. to give him that guidance. That kid, I'll tell you, he's probably the, the most underrated rider and the best value out there. Well, yeah, it's cool to see. It's nice to see he's a good kid. Uh, thanks to you guys for dropping by. Thank you. Appreciate yep, it. Very That's much. Thanks, guys. Jeff coming up. Oh, yeah. Let's, right let's get him. By the way, Jeff's uh, 1996. Yeah, his two, Cowie 250. His oh, here. Oh, and right. if you remember, that's the bike that he... Oh, right here. Yeah, oh, that's right here in yeah. St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, we have that all right, we got to talk St. Louis. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thanks, right. thanks for coming out. Thanks, guys. Edwin, thank right. you, guys. Thanks. Yeah, appreciate it. Marlon yeah. and Alex from Legends and Heroes, big part of uh, getting this museum. Yeah, uh, Night going. Night at the museum. Is that what we have? Yeah, it's I Night at the so. museum. I just took his jacket off, aren't you? It's cold. What, are you leaving? No, it's cold. You done? Are you out of You can't be on the show with them? Wow. It's cold. We got a real jacket. You want to talk about Legends and Heroes? Oh, well, especially when you come to St. Louis, bro. You want to talk about legends and heroes right here. Which one is which? Which one's the legend? Which one's the hero? Well. I think Ralph's the legend. He's the legend. And and Fro's the hero. hero. I thought it the other way around. Ralph should say Ralph's the hero. Welcome to the show. Legend. Thank you, buddy. How are hey, you? Yeah, the stickers are free. Yeah, stickers are free, bro. No problem. Anytime. Tag the whole city out. Yeah, yeah. Hey, before I get too far into this, congratulations the Missouri Hall of Fame for Jeff. That'd be the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame. Thank you, yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, it was quite the honor. I was the first. The first uh, motorcycle rider that was inducted, and so okay. uh, that didn't get lost on me. Like kind of the significance of it, uh -huh. I, because I I think of Missouri as being such a great place filled with all kinds of off-road riders and yeah. and all that. So yeah, it was pretty cool. We were trying to think of some Missourians that have hit it big, and I came up with the Hedden Brothers. Okay. I mean, and then your list ended. And then that was it. Kinda. So you're carrying the flag, bro. I mean, you're, yeah. you're carrying you're, the flag. You're, you're Kansas, or I don't know how that works, or. Well, I spent some time in both okay. states. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, hey, I'm not sure Kansas has a, a Will sports Hall, Hall of Fame. Uh, so Will I don't know. I'll go the Missouri one. Uh, Ralph, tomorrow night here. Uh, I'm not in a Hall of Fame. Yeah, not yet. I think you probably will be at some point. Not in the I'm Chico State. Hey, you made Chico State proud. Let's be honest. You're probably I, the most successful. I, yeah, Chico State. Yeah. You're if they had the a Hall of Fame, maybe I could get in there. Alumnus. Hey, they made the yeah. uh, Division Two uh, Elite Eight for men's basketball. Oh, all right. About that. All right. What is Chico? What is their mascot? What are they? Three drunk wildcats. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you the picture. I'll show you the picture it was, yeah. Uh, I've shown Fro. Trump not high. Tomorrow night, Ralph, make sure, please, bring up Jeff Emick stopping the streak right here in St. Louis. Oh, come the on. Inaugural race, let 1996. It go. Let it go. Let's move forward. It's got to be tough for you. He never wants to, he he never wants to no. go there. He doesn't. Well, I didn't want to go there right now because we're here for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. You never want to talk my about child, your accomplishment. My childhood, getting hero, no. my childhood hero is up there pouring yeah. his heart out. And that, which Glover, is very true. Which is about very true. His, uh, when his five-year-old son, Dane, was diagnosed with, with uh, cystic fibrosis. That was interesting. We had to step away while he was 
finishing his deal, but as he was telling the initial story of uh, of uh, the diagnosis was pretty rough. Yeah. yeah. It's tough to hear. It's, uh, it's got some really cool auction items. Go on Facebook. We've been saying all night, go to Facebook on Motocross Museum. There's a live auction here tonight. We can probably still make it Do you it still get a that. 5% cut on all those donations like you? I, I wish I did. I wish I did. I'm doing all this for free. Pro bono? Yeah. Madness. Boy. For free? Yeah, well, that's, what we, that's what we're here for. He's got a hard I'm here for the all. stickers. I got this pack of stickers. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. If you don't that's take right. too many. I love it. No, I love the run. You guys are the guest of honor here tonight. So that's that's awesome. Got Michael Byrne right yeah. here. Yeah. Without, without, without Benny, this Benny guy, Bloss, Turner, like Floss. You brought him to America. Does he coming to America? <laughs> Literally, you, does he thank you for that every day? You brought he him does. Here. Every morning I wake up and with the text. Yeah, thank you. Thank I you. remember hey, the, yeah, the Edge Kawasaki team. <laughs> he, he, he blames me. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. All right. No, no. Fro did well. The team folded and Fro got a van out of the road to make sure that Burner could still yeah. get to the races. Yeah, that's uh, true. Still man. go top ten. Uh, Ralph, talking about uh, this series tomorrow night here. Uh, Win or lose for Dunge and Tomac, this has been great. This has been a fantastic season. It's been absolutely tremendous. You know, um, this is the kind of battle we all hope for, right? Yeah. And we're getting it. And it, I go back to that press conference and Dunge saying, this is not over. Yeah. He knew. He knew. There's and no crown. There's, there's no, no crown. crown. No. There's no <laughs> crown. And this is not over. And uh, he was right. And, you know, we all knew that. And um, there's no doubt that there's plenty of guys out there capable of running hard enough and shaking things up enough. That with this sport, you know, I tell people all the time, for me, I've, I've had – the luxury of calling all these different forms of racing. Yeah, literally. But if you're going to do, yeah, truly from Swamp Buggies right. to Formula One. <laughs> but if you're going to do 17 races in 18 weeks and you get to pick anything, this is the one you want to do. Yeah. Because every Saturday night we're dropping that gate, they're all charging off in the first corner, and nobody knows what's going to happen. Yeah. It's been, nobody. I mean, if you had said when Dungey had, what, a 28 point, 27, 29, 29 over Tomac yeah. okay. was the largest. Yeah. Largest. You were like this. He, he's going to ride this out. He's going to ride it out. He's just so good, you know. That's what, I mean? what you would think, right? And, and it's nice to see a series that gets put on its head and flipped around, and and that of the East yeah. series is also bonkers, right? You know, with Osborne's issue. So uh, it's been the most excited I've been for a Supercross series in a while. Yeah, truly. Yeah, but even when things are going to a place where a guy's way up, uh, if you go back to Jeremy's runs or Ricky's runs, or I know stopped I in '96 by Jeff. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about that. But the on. point yeah, is, I never wants to go there. I know, but the <laughs> point is it's still it's great to watch greatness too yeah when you're seeing that played yeah. out mm -hmm. uh, like we've seen with Dungey, what we've seen with rc and jeremy and so forth and jeff and jeff <laughs> never wants to talk about it never you know, wants to jeff, go there for about a three-year span you were probably the fastest rider in the world in the world not in supercross Absolutely. About a three race span, maybe. The right Unbelievable. Three, maybe. You are re seriously. <laughs> I mean, you the want mental to gymnastics you have to perform to undersell yourself are really impressive. It's just a reality. Of it. <laughs> okay. All right. That's unfortunate that Ralph doesn't have that backstop to go with. Jeff, tell me how you did it. Nope. Because nope. Jeff's not going yeah. there. <laughs> Jeff's just not going there. No, you know, I, I think. 
I think Fro's in a really good place with it in a lot of ways. In that, I mean, look, we, you know, he's one of the closest, dearest friends I'll ever have in my life, and so I've seen and heard all this stuff over the years. And he he has a great appreciation for what did happen, how it happened, and what went down. But he also um, is humble about it, and that's truly that's great. You know, you know who's not who's not. Uh, completely comfortable this is our little buddy Ricky Carmichael that's a whole nother story we had our TV meeting earlier that's today that's a whole nother well story. you know at this race there was <laughs> this and this happened and this year that happened yeah we're like hey good good to see your your fun can we get more about me in the show yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's more highlights in there's more can, of me yeah, coming right. in here right I think putting him on the floor has been a great thing for the broadcast yeah, really track side I, putting him track side okay thank you uh, is that another term off the Monster Energy Supercross Series and FIM World Championship <laughs> it's been a, a you didn't say AMA, so you don't have to say FIM. Oh, man. Uh, lawsuits. It's going to be a lawsuit. Uh, it's been good. I think, I think that's been really well. It's, it's been, been yeah, great. It's been Working great. good. Um, mm-hmm. I've been a fan of that. I think he, I mean, he, he's a little bit more in his natural environment. You know? I think yeah, he's so. a fan of it, too. He enjoys it. Yep. Yeah. There. And, and, I mean, I've wanted to do things like that, but with how the booth is, there was no way I was going to make it down. Yeah. The Bondo wasn't going to let us go. Yeah. And so, you know, I encouraged him to embrace that, and I think it's just been absolutely fantastic. So. My shoulders. Hey, glad he's down there because he's not. I'm gonna have to run. Yeah, up we gotta go there. Go, go make some so money. So I encourage happen. everybody check yeah. out legendsandheroes.com. Yep. I'm sure there's uh, some information yep. about cystic fibrosis. CFF.org and uh, help out Brock Glover and his family and everybody through that. Yeah, awesome. Go make cool. some money. Thanks, We're gonna go do Thank that. You. Thanks. Appreciate Ralph, you having us. Ralph Shaheen and Jeff Emig, everybody. Guest of honor here at yeah, the Motor Museum. Of, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Raising money for. Uh, <laughs> Raising money for I was cystic fibrosis. Anton, I was just gonna get to the Ralph and Weege, you know, stuff. Oh, it's oh, just yeah. about to happen. Just there. It's I was just, just about gonna to be like, there. Yeah, well, that would be that would be rough because before I flew here this morning, I had to go to the NASCAR building to do some meetings for the flat track series that we were oh, battling geez. over. <laughs> hey, uh, what's the difference, Weege, in working with Langston and Fro? You had Fro on the outdoors for a long time, and now well, you have Langston. It was very difficult for me to not even mention it as we're talking about their Fro, you cannot get him to tell stories yeah. about himself. Yep. Langston, you cannot get him to stop telling the stories. <laughs> if you want to talk about the altitude, let's just pick a race. Let's talk about the altitude at Colorado. Yeah. He will tell you a story about how he, his bike ran bad one moto. They fixed it. He won yeah. the moto, uh-huh. proving that yeah. if it wasn't for the bike, he would have dominated that day. Any track, any scenario, if it's hot weather, he will tell you a story about how hot weather, how it affected him and how it worked yeah. for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, Fro, yeah. I, I, Fro he just downplays it he, so much. I mean, I'm not kidding. I mean, he was the fastest rider in the world for, okay, or McGrath, whatever, but McGrath wasn't doing outdoors at, at some point, yeah. you know? Were you here that night in 96? Uh, no. 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 Okay. So Were I you? was there, yeah, oh. I was like five. But oh. I just remember, like, we all knew, like, Jeremy's just going to kick everybody's ass. It's over. It's yeah. over. And then the kid that grew up four hours away comes out of nowhere and wins and everybody was like this real weird emotion like okay this is really cool like we're great that he won but this was weird that we stopped like saw this McGrath's like stop. Jordan where you want to see greatness you just you wanted know? to see it go right, over and over right, and over right. again yeah I, I you know what's crazy about those days uh I be- the races were on TV like a week later. Yeah. And I was able to, I was in college at the time, which now lets you know how much older I am apparently than you. Um, I was able to, because I was at college, you could, there was a, I mean, if I was, all you had to do was not go to the computer lab and log on to Cycle News and you wouldn't know what happened. <laughs> so I would just wait until the weekend to watch it on TV. 
So I watched that race as if it was live, which is crazy because it was probably eight days yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah. But in those days, I mean, that is one of the most crazy, gnarly, legendary races ever. And I could go eight days easily yeah. without hearing without what happened. knowing anything. Yeah. Think about how that was the standard thing up until, like, what, 2005? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yep. I remember, like, I would wait to watch a race on Saturday afternoon knowing there was a race that night that I wouldn't get to see for another week. No, it was no big deal at all. Um, you know, I did that oral history of the 96 Supercross season where Jeff beats Jeremy in St. Louis. And I got to say, I was pretty surprised that McGrath... Man, McGrath he took had, two shots at him. He did. Yes. I was a little surprised. I thought yeah. there'd be a little. We're talking like old Lake Havasu days. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess Think so. about how I weird guess. that had to be, too, because they all had the same group of friends. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you just had to pick your side. I don't know. I, I thought the article was going to be more happy than it was. Yeah, McGrath was good at a lot of things, but he was not. I think McGrath didn't want to, to, to be humble. He didn't want to go off about how awesome he was and apparently he still has some axes to grind from <laughs> so yeah it ended up being not positive on either yeah, and, yeah. and everybody else was just getting their ass kicked so they weren't pumped either. yeah no yeah LaRocco La Bradshaw yeah, yeah. they were just getting their ass they, beat they had enough yeah, yeah. not fond memories of this punk California kid knack knacking in yeah. their face you know so uh, how loud was it well wait you're five maybe you don't remember no yeah I mean was it getting gnarly the building yeah. getting loud because I remember we had like really good tickets and for whatever reason my dad I gave my uncle the tickets. And so where we were supposed to be in the lower bowl, yeah. he was just like, I don't know where we're setting. And this was yeah. before cell phones. So we set up at the very, very top of the thing. And yeah. you could just see how it, everything just played out. Like I have photos of it still where you see the hay bales, you see the track, you see all this stuff. And yeah. it, was, it was loud. It was yeah. crazy. The, uh, the one thing that made that race, LaRocco was an underrated part of that how race. How close it yeah. was. Yeah. He stuffed the shit out of McGrath. A lot. Which really affected McGrath. Like, once McGrath got to second, you're like, now he's got 10 laps to work over Fro. Mm -hmm. But then several times, LaRocco stuffed the shit out of him. And then it sent him back three or four laps yeah. to try to regroup. Uh, I mean, that's... If every Supercross race was like that, we'd all be millionaires. Yeah. Because the sport would be so... It'd be huge. Hugely popular. Uh, Anton, dig up your stopwatch uh, on your phone if you can, because this isn't the traditional Popa Mech show okay. presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. But we are going to do the Experimentero You've segment. got questions? I've got questions. Who are they submitted by? They are submitted by... Uh, I'll, I'll control it, because I have questions yeah, there you for go. you. Uh, unplug it. Um, oh, yeah. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Are you familiar? I get a Christmas card. Oh. oh, you're on the Christmas oh, okay. card. That's awesome. So these <laughs> questions were for Fro as well, but I didn't quite get to them. They have they to much more important business to take care so, of. Okay, so money. here we go. The expert yeah. goggle tear-off segment. Antonovich and Weege. All right, here we go. Do we get to answer as Fro? Um, yeah, let's do that. Let's do okay. that. All right, let's do that. All right, first up from Weege. As Fro. No, no, this is just for you. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, when or what was the last free thing you turned down besides the free dinner tonight? Oh, uh, why would the, yeah, that's my answer right besides there. Besides the free dinner tonight. All right, let me think about this. Hold on here. It probably was probably within a week or so. Oh, I told everybody the story last week how I stayed at a random guy's yeah. place. Yeah. And then he wanted me to uh, meet his nephew at the race on Saturday night at the track. And I did. And then he was so pumped that I walked all the way up into the rafters of Ford Field to meet his nephew that he was willing so to. So weird. Yeah. I was in the press box. And I'm like, eh, I'll come down. I stayed at the dude's house. I kind of owed him a little bit of time. And then he offered to buy me a hot dog and a beer. 
Oh. And I was like, no, I think I've taken enough right, from 36 you. Enough nitrate cycles for the weekend. All yeah. right, uh, Jeff Emig, we'll go with you first. Ask Jeff I am Emig. Jeff Emig, okay. And we'll go with you, Emig, next. Okay. Uh, you've always said you would choose momentum over a points chase, over a points lead. So what would you do? Would is spelled W-O-O-D. Moser, of I'm not sure he doesn't understand. <laughs> what would you do if you were in Dungey's shoes right now? Whole shot. Block. Key, key to the race? <laughs> yeah, whole shot. Block. Drag your feet. Kick up dust. Keep cutting them off. Well, Jeff, that is something that people have said about you when you raced. I would roll jumps, just get like a KTM 50 kit and just pin it on the downside of oh, it, roll them, them out. Would yep. you kick Michael Rocco in the ribs with a full... No, I learned my lesson on that one. <laughs> okay, he's right. getting up. Right. Oh, no, he's getting up. We okay. talked about this today, like side story. And you have to ask Adam this joke about living with LaRocco as one of his kids. But if you were one of Mike's kids and you saw him kick the shit out of so many people back in the day, would you not be terrified of your dad? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, Anton. told me that his oh. training goals were based on being yoked enough to intimidate everyone on the line. That was goal number one of training. <laughs> and second was to be in shape on the bike. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, I can see that. <laughs> All right, next question for, uh, or first question for Anton, X-Bound Gargothayoffs. If Transworld fired you, what other moto-related magazine would you want to work for? We got pretty close to, I think, get fired a few weeks ago. Wow. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, but uh, I would hope that RacerX would hire me. But You're I, not going Euro? Are you kidding me? No one's going to hire me You are there. begging Who's, to go Euro. I would go Euro. MX Vice guys would hire you. You are yeah, begging they would. to go Euro. We got, you get, I get drunk enough, and I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah, going. Yeah, mm -hmm. you're going. All right. Uh, Weech, uh, oh, this is deep. <laughs> Who do you consider the GOAT of sports announcing? The GOAT sports, of sports, sports announcing? Yeah, not, not Moto or nothing. Uh, personally, Marv Albert, I think, is the best. Really? Yes. Okay. But that's uh -huh. just personal. I mean, probably people think Al Michaels is better or Howard Cosell or yeah. whatever. But I, but I think uh, Marv Albert is the best. Michaels is great. He is. Michaels is great. He is. Um, yep. Uh, you know, I, I, I like Summerall, too. Yeah. Yeah, Summerall was yeah. really good. So. He was like drunk it. a lot, though. Did you, did you ever read the oral history of the ESPN? Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah I actually did. It? You bought it. I actually bought it. You know, it that good. might be a write-off now that I think about yeah. it. I mean, that yeah, is business great, There's a lot of stuff I learned off that. Yeah. Uh, all right, Fro. Okay. Go to Fro. Uh, who is the current rider that reminds you of yourself out on the track? <sighs> Would you say Cooper Webb, maybe? A no, little I wouldn't, but whatever Fro, but like, to you. Not the most, like, talkative. Like, Cooper doesn't really talk a whole lot. Fro didn't talk a whole lot back then, but still gets it done when he needs to. I can't think of anybody back then. Again, remember, I was six. All right. No, you weren't Fro. You were Fro. I was Fro. I was at Havasu. Right. <laughs> uh, all right, Anton, uh, question number two for you, X-Brand Gargoteros. Which rider would your wife most likely leave you for? Uh, probably anybody in the 250 class right now. Anybody. 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 <laughs> wow. Watch out in the pits tomorrow yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, really, right? Uh, all right, Weech, last question on the X-Brand Gogoteros. Who was the most valuable employee at RacerX? Uh, ever or right now? He doesn't specify. He doesn't specify. No. Uh, Mike Farber. Mike <laughs> Farber was the most valuable employee I've ever had. Uh, most people wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> you did the uh, podcast of Davey. Yeah. I listened to yeah. today, actually, oh, on the did, flight. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned uh, us getting sued by a pizza parlor yeah. in Ohio next yep. to Brock Seller's yep. house. And to avoid, uh, one of the keys to avoid getting sued is to try to say that we did not swerve you. We told the truth at all times. Uh -huh. So my favorite part, Ping writes this column 
about yeah. this pizza parlor next to uh, Seller's house. Says how the owner of the place is overweight, and she rubbed her bunions and then put pepperoni on the pizza. Just trashed Rosies, her and Rosies. the place. Rosie, yeah. yeah. Names her, names, and her and the place trashes them. I've been there. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh I've been there. Is it like <laughs> as being described? It? Yes. <laughs> it's as you're, sitting, you're sitting at a kitchen table that was probably bought at a flea market. <laughs> I did and, not know And you that. had to go through like like shower curtain to get into the store, into the <laughs> restaurant. So. so she calls like a month after this magazine comes out. And she's like, I keep hearing everyone in town. They're kind of into motocross because of Brock. So we people are keep saying, but I don't have the magazine. So what did he say? So Brian's oh. like, oh, no. Oh, no. So he read the whole 850-word column to her over the phone. And the rest of us, this is when our office was so small. It was yeah. everyone in one room. Yeah. And we're just in the back, like, facepalm all the way. Because <laughs> Ping just keeps driving it in deeper. And he has to read this to her. And eventually, she just starts crying as he's reading this what to her. What year was that? Uh, I don't know. So it's still early. 2000, yeah. Early I don't magazine. know, whenever you're hanging out with Sellers. Yeah. The yeah. One early thing, 2000s. Like maybe? one pink column that stuck out to me was when he wasn't doing outdoors, so when he was Supercross only, and yeah. he was so pissed at someone at his grocery store, he was going to beat the woman with a kielbasa. <laughs> I remember, for whatever reason, <laughs> that tell, line just sticks I'll out. I'll tell you what, when <laughs> I was at KTM with Ping, and he wrote that Selvarage was like a struck, struck match. match. Looked like a struck match. That did not go over well <laughs> over a KTM. I'm in El Cajon, California. <laughs> no. It was not, not good. <laughs> Next time you get ping, ask him about the time some kid super fanned him at a supermoto race in St. Louis. Okay, that was right you? Right here. Oh, that yeah. We invited him to Hooters. Uh, yeah, we just, I wanted to hang really? out with ping so bad. Pull your stopwatch back up <laughs> yeah. there. Um, yeah, and... Uh, yeah, it was a good podcast. Davey was pretty good. It was. He, he was I yeah. actually learned a few things. Yeah. He, yeah. he was pretty good. All yeah. right. Okay. Um, it's Fro's turn, so it's you. It's you, Fro. Right? I'm Fro. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, this is good. What's something Ralph excels at over Weege as an announcer? <laughs> <laughs> so, Fro... How, well, is, how is Ralph better than Weege? It would be really hard to narrow it down to one thing because there are so many. Absolutely. Right. right. Uh, but, I, but I think what he really brings to the table is this knowledge of rock and roll. He does. Whereas Weege is unwilling to spend the money yeah. or invest in any right. other type of right. interest whatsoever. Right. So a much better time off the track and, of course, in the booth. Yes. Much better. Right, right. Yes. Ralph? Weege isn't getting me on the stage no. with, with the band. With Skid, no. Row. Skid Row. Ralph, like, when you He's like the Forrest Gump of rock and roll. Like he's, he's in it. He's, he's in it. He's been there. He knows. He, like, okay, he goes to me at Vegas last year like, hey, I tweeted, saw Billy Idol. Billy Idol was at a residency, right? I tweeted, like, went to Billy Idol. So Ralph's like, hey, how was Billy Idol? I'm like, good. And he was not doing this to be a one-upper. He no, really wasn't. No. I go, yeah, it was awesome. He did this song. He didn't do this song. I loved, you know. Ralph goes, yeah, I saw him. I, I, came, I came here and saw him. Uh... Steve Stevens, guitarist, friend of mine, uh, went backstage. Billy yeah. said they all fly in the day of the show. I'm just like, all right, I'll talk to them. Yeah. So and if I'm Ralph Fro, had the whole thing, and I'm like, okay. If I'm Fro answering this question, yeah. it's that dealing with Weege, I'm the celebrity of the group. Weege is not bringing anything to the table. Yeah. With Ralph, I'm along for the ride, right. meeting all these cool people. Thank right. you, Ralph. Uh, on another note, Langston, is it refreshing or depressing that he's kind of calmed down a little bit? Me or Fro? For you. Why get? 
it's depressing. Because there were some... There was a gold. There were there awesome gold. stories, A, and B, I knew I would always be the good guy in the eyes of the bosses. <laughs> so it was great for me all around. Something's yeah. happened to Langston a little bit. He's, he's, he's really... meetings, maybe, or something. No, he told me this is why he used to get so hammered. Because he said he was so nervous and so thought he was doing such a bad job that he basically drank at his sorrows. And once enough people said, no, you're doing fine, he didn't have to drink so much anymore. We need to start telling Matt on how yeah, shitty how he terrible is. he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just for the stories. <laughs> What's happening? How are you, Bob? Good day, sir. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? Good. Hey, right on. Uh, oh, we, we met. All, all right. good. Last mm -hmm. question for you. Okay. For the X-Brand Goggle Tariffs. X-Brand Goggles is the choice of champions everywhere, like Freddie Norman, Kyle Chisholm, Brock Tickle. Champions. Tickle was pole. Pole position last week. He was the champion of practice. That's true. Last question. Who is the most valuable employee at Transworld Motocross? You have to call Don. I can't say. In your Come eyes, on. who do you think? It's Don. We wouldn't have what we have without Don. Like, we wouldn't. We wouldn't have advertisers that we have. We wouldn't have hateful emails that we have. We wouldn't have a lot of the things that we have without him. You wouldn't have hateful emails. Oh, there are, there are times that he said things. Very that, valuable. There, but <laughs> there are things that he's said and done that only Don could do. Like, if I tried to do it, it would just... I could. Well, I will respect that because one of the things that Mathis and I make fun of the most in what we do is uh, we're established now where we can kind of say what we think to a degree yeah. and we can back up our opinions. I don't want to see people respect it, but we can get away with it. But most people doing what we're doing pretty much have to be cheeseball. They're glorified super fans. They kiss ass to most of the riders. Mm -hmm. They kiss ass to the teams, the yeah. sponsors. You have to respect the fact that Don does Don. No. He just does what he wants. They come to him. Like oh, they, really? Like yeah. the mountain bike thing, there are guys that are genuinely like terrified to ride mountain bikes with him because they think that he would just blow them out and make them look like idiots. And he probably would. If he, yeah. if he, if he did embarrass them, he would then be willing to tell people. Like, he just does die. Yeah, he just yeah. does die. Yeah. yeah. Which, there's not enough of that, actually, in this sport. I mean, he, he is definitely, he's gotten in some trouble, like, oh, the yeah. Fox thing with you, like, anytime anyone asks, like, Don really lets you do whatever you want, I'm like, Mathis and Fox, and what was it, 2010? Yeah, whatever year I was there, You can yeah. say whatever you want. Yeah. No one cares. No, yeah, Fox was like, hey, we're going to pull all your ads, because Mathis said our, our gear was hideous, and Don went, ah! Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have to respect that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, like, uh, I've been there five and a half years now. So there was like a corporate meeting today where I was supposed to get like this award for five years of service oh, okay, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Thank God I wasn't there because I can only imagine how much he would have embarrassed me. Yeah. In that, because the yeah. story of like how I met Don is so ridiculous that. And it's true, but, like, just the things that he does, like, I wanted to work for him because of the way he did things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We wouldn't have what we have if it wasn't for him. And there have been a couple of times where I'm just like, yeah, I wouldn't have a job. No I one would take Anton a chance. I remember before Transworld. I, I do. Anton, terrible. Anton days before Transworld. In fact, I didn't even know when the transition. I just knew you as you. I don't even know when the transition I've officially. always been Transworld. Since 2009. Yeah, I but never weren't worked you like just some kid here doing stuff? Just some stuff? kid here that would work for free and get media passes. And but it was still for Transworld. For Transworld. But that's what I mean. I don't know when you became an actual... 2011. Yeah, I didn't... You no one knew that. The same I dude. just started yeah. going to more races. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Exactly. Um, all right, everybody. I asked for some questions at Pulp and Mix Show for, uh, for us tonight. Um, let me pull these up on Twitter. At Pulp and Mix Show on Twitter. Uh, by the way, let's reset. Re reset us. 
Where are we at? Yeah, just reset us. Yeah, uh, reset is a broadcast term. Is a broadcast term. Oh, I wish we had Ralph. This is something that we would know if we studied the ESPN book more. I wish we had Ralph to do this. Yeah. I mean, he's probably better at this than I am. So we're at the St. Louis Supercross pre-party and the cystic fibrosis auction. Yeah. I got through all that. Um, right now, you can probably hear in the background over our headsets, they are auctioning off gear, uh, some plastics, a lot of cool memorabilia. Brock Lover is kind of spearheading this. As uh, Jeff Hemmig explained, that's a cause that's near and dear to Brock Lover's family. And what's cool about it is we get to do it in the Moto Museum, which is a super legit, super cool uh, vintage motorcycle and motocross museum that's attached to a super legit restaurant in a cool part of town. So you can convince the wife to come here just on the guise of it'll be a good night to go to a restaurant, a nice place to eat, and then you swing over to the museum. And I think this museum could hold its own. Like if I brought my wife who could not care less about motorcycles, she probably would think this museum is cool. Yeah. It's legit enough to convince you could bring your mom yeah. And she would be like, I don't care about dirt bikes, but this is cool. Yeah. Yeah. So next time you're in the general St. Louis area, and don't say you won't be because this is literally the gateway to America, like Interstate 70, you have to drive through here at some point in your life. Stop here at the Motor Museum. There's a lot of heroin that goes through here. A lot of heroin. A lot of wow, the show just took no, a weird I am. No excuse. I'm just letting you know. All I'm right. looking at those buildings the on the way here. America. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so these questions are uh, at Pulpamecho on Twitter. Okay. Uh, from Nicholas. Would manufacturers pay U.S.-based riders a bonus compensation to race the USGP to persuade, to persuade the top guys to race? Um, Way to pose for a photo. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> I heard so, click. what do you think? No. Would they or should they? Would they? No. no. I think we've seen that. No. Uh, it's kind of like what I was explaining when we had Forrest Butler on the show and talking about the Baggett Millsaps pulling over for Dunge. When you look at the sport, as they say, from the 30,000-foot view, the Here big picture. How about, by the way, how about this guy's column on Racer X two weeks ago just blowing the TV numbers? Like, ah, 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 just unbelievable. Yeah, the man knows his craft. I was explaining why they do the things they do to try to get those numbers. Anyway, my point is, you might think that Kawasaki's like, yeah, if we can get another Kawasaki yeah. to win any race anywhere, we're yeah. pumped. Or if we can get a KTM to win a title, any KTM, any... We, no, man, this sport is so... Everyone is out for themselves. And I don't even understand how or why, but, like, the difference between, like... Kawasaki USA and like Kawasaki Europe, they're like barely connected. Dude, how about, I don't understand why, but that's the way it works. You haven't really dealt with like the European thing as much. Yeah, you have. Right. Every country, Yamaha of France, Yamaha yeah. of Switzerland, Yamaha of this, Yamaha. Of, everyone yeah. is the, within their own thing at that point too, and it's an individual guy that's just the distributor for the country. Yeah, so it's not any Cowie, any Yamaha anywhere. We're pumped, kumbaya. Yeah. In fact, many people have said, really, all these companies are are they are importers of the product. Yeah. Like, American Suzuki is just a distributor of motorcycles that happen to be Suzuki's. They don't really have an incentive to help Suzuki in Japan or Europe or anywhere else. They are out for themselves. It would have to come from the top. Yes. So maybe there is a time that these companies get organized enough more for that. But I can tell you right now, they really only care about themselves. And if your contract doesn't say, we're here to win U.S. Grand Prix, they don't care. They don't care. Okay, next question. I'll go with you, Anton. Uh, who's faster? Taylor Osborne, Vegas at uh, the Vegas race coming up, the East West Ooh. shootout. I'm gonna say on that on that dirt, 
how it usually is, I'm going to go with Hill. Just because it's California. Yeah. And that's what he's yeah, been riding. Nice. And Zach's it's, been riding sand. It's a solid uh, solid point. Weege uh, from Icaro. Icaro Nascimento. Okay. okay. Weege, I got fired and moved into my uncle's house. How long can I stay there for free before he gets mad at me? Um, you have to kind of massage it a little bit. Like, you don't want to tell the uncle that you're being cool or nice to him just to get free rent, but that's essentially what you need to do. Yeah. But you can't let him know that that's why yeah. you're doing it. So if you really work hard on the etiquette, stay out of the way, yeah. try to do some chores, yeah. but don't be annoying, I don't believe there I, are limits. I went through this. Uh, 90... Uh, 98, 99, sort of me after jobs, floating around, not having jobs, wow. trying to get jobs. I was staying with Shane Drew for a while. I was staying with my buddy uh, Brian in Camarillo. I stayed with Pookie for a little bit when I didn't really just knew her. Yeah. I stayed with uh, another friend of mine, uh, uh, I forget his Jason, Jason and his wife, and his kids. homeless. And you notice when they're starting to get a little, you know, a little tired. Hey, this guy's going to stay here for a few weeks. Yeah. You know, you kind of notice around the dinner table. Yeah. It's time to, hey, Shane, can I come, like, so then, call the next guy. Yeah. Yeah. You notice. In this situation, do you come for a few days and leave and then come back? Do no, you no, just no. move in no, and you just you, you stay set up? for a week, two, three, till you get the vibe. Then you start making phone calls. I got to crash with you. Can I? Because I went through a stage there where I had no home. But do you make that your only yeah. one, or do you have backups? Like, I'm here this night, and I'm here this no, one. No, 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 no. You stay, you stay, you stay. You stay. Yeah, you just stay. You squat. Yeah, you squat. And then you find out, like, oh, shit, like, my wife's getting a little tired. Yeah, yeah, that's where it usually ends. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. see, your uncle could be different. Could be different. True. With I never stay with family. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I never stay with anybody's family. So, you're right. That could be, could be different. <laughs> right. Uh, all right, next question. If myself or Weege were to ride one of the bikes with a sidecar, who would be in the sidecar? Who would be the monkey? Uh, I would like to be the monkey because of my quad experience, the body English that I developed hanging off the side. Uh, Three-wheeler experience also because my dad bought one. Why? Yeah. They were very cheap. Yeah, cheap. Uh, yeah, this, I would like my shot at it. Was this like after the government banned all three-wheelers and everything must go, fire sales? Uh, yeah, essentially it was. It was actually, <laughs> it was actually 1987. <laughs> and I believe they were banned in 88. Yes, exactly. Right. So he went to the local Honda dealership like a month before. If they don't sell it in the next month, they were never allowed to sell these things again. And I think he got a brand. There was a 19. 85 leftover. This is nearly three years old. Uh, 125M, and I think he got a $400. Was there bold new technology back then, though? Think about it on a three-wheeler. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't. It, yeah. the, the one you saw James Bond ride in 1970 is about the same as that. And I feel like you could be the monkey because, uh, I mean, I, I was a decent rider back in the day. You yeah. know what I mean? Like uh, I, yeah, I, I you were better than me. Yeah, you had better accomplishments, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, all right, uh, for you from Scott, do you think Mookie regrets take not taking the JGR fill-in? Remember, they went to Mookie for four races and said, we need you for four. He said no. No. Why, okay. why would you? Why? He got to make it. He, it's just a question, no, no, bro. Not, not, very angry at Scott. No, no. But, like, why, why would you want to be controlled in a team deal on certain things to where now he's been able to continue had, the Mookie thing? Well, he had no team deal. He could wear whatever gear he wanted or whatever. No, no, but I mean, like, he has his own video series. He has his own. Okay. He can do what he wants. They can yep. change the bike when they yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Oh, Anton. 
Anton's gang. Oh. Yeah. Local guy. See how popular he's become now? Yeah. You probably knew him when he was nobody. Yeah. And now yeah, look, he's did. got a headset yeah, on you guys 25C class. Yeah. yeah. You guys are probably stuffing him in lockers. And now, look, this gang has showed up here, and they're staring at him like, oh, my God, Anton's popular. No. Yeah. Famous. Uh, I didn't call him back. Yeah. That was my fault. Oh, you're just dissing out your friends. Yeah. It's, it's impossible at the home race. You can't. It's impossible. Yeah. All right. Last question. I think I know the answer to this. Weege. You have to choose one or you die. One of these or you die. Watching Star Wars or paying $75 for a filet mignon. Uh, Watching I, Star Wars. Could I choose death? <laughs> I mean, you just... Could I choose death? I guess. Well, yeah. again, do you watch... Do you pay for WrestleMania this weekend? Do you just find a pirate? No, I never. Week? I never watch the pay-per-views. No. So then how do you, that's the whole storyline. No, it all it comes you together. You, you can watch the Monday Night Raw after, and they will vaguely tell you enough of what you need to know. And back in the day when cable was less sophisticated, you could listen to... It would be scrambled, but you could still hear it. Mm-hmm. It was great. <laughs> so you, did, you didn't need the guy getting busted in the back with the chair. You just needed the story. It was a little bit like when we did a live arena cross show a few years ago and you just hear them saying, oh, yeah. oh, and I'm like, what are they owing over? But it was not worth 50 bucks to find out. Wow. Okay. Just when wow. you think, Weege, I mean, just a massive wrestling fan, but nope, nope. not going to watch. Not no, that much. we were not paying Not that hungry. No. Well, my dad wasn't exactly paying for it either. Yeah, that's a good point. Do you point. remember when, like, races were pay-per-view? Like Vegas yeah, Super Vegas. Did, no, did I don't remember ever that. Yeah. Not in Canada. Yeah. Not in Canada. No, it was yeah. here. No, I'm saying, like, we never got it I in never Canada. Had it. Yeah. A couple years, they had Vegas finale was it, on pay-per-view. It was, yeah. like, 20 like, bucks. Like, recently? Like, what time? Like, what, what 99, 2000, uh, uh, Yeah, it's oh, in 2000. Okay. Well, then I was a mechanic, so I didn't okay. Yeah, so you didn't worry. But, like, 20 bucks might have been 50 bucks, $200. Yeah, yeah, We weren't buying that. Yeah. No, same thing. I listened to it. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, watch um, the scramble. There's something cool coming for the Nationals. Have you heard about this? Mm. I actually haven't. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can say it then on okay. there, but a, pa- a paying package to, like, here's what I don't understand. Get everything. Fans are saying, I wish we could just have a pay-per-view package. If you pay your cable bill, you already have it. You can watch. You've always been able oh, to watch every moto free yeah, yeah. if you pay your cable bill. So you could pay your cable bill, which costs as much as a pay-per-view package. And oh, by the way, you also get cable television in and, that deal also. And you get a free app with three plays of the race and, yeah. and all that. And the motos are posted and Sunday sports, at right. about 10 a.m. Like, right. How many hockey games could you watch off NBC Sports? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, I don't understand. It's almost like if you charge for it, it seems better than what it is now yeah. where it's and, free. And people are saying, i got to change channels to watch second mode. I'm just like, beat it. Like, who cares? Change your channel. I just, when people say, I wish there was a way I could pay to watch all of them on the internet, I'm like, uh, how about you just watch them for free on the internet? Like, they are right yeah. now. Right, for free. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, all right. Pulp Mech Show is by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, here's the point sheet for the East. Here's the point sheet for the West. I mean, the two 450s. All right. Oh, okay. So, without any prep. Mm-hmm. I need you to give me your, my, your most surprising guy this season. And, and just overall most surprising guy. I'll start with you, Anton. 250 East Series. Jordan Smith. He's good, though. He's good, but we've never seen how good he actually is. That's a great answer. It what? is. He's you're, second you're, yeah. in points, and he's nine out. Would you have thought that when you heard that he I was... I thought he was dumb for leaving Geico. Exactly. So I, when you I'm thought like, that what are you doing? He, when you thought he was leaving Geico, you're just... <laughs> What I'm like, the hell yeah, could like, next year? dude, Geico's good. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Not that Troy Lee's bad, but yeah. Yeah. 
But just like, and then now look where we are. Like you said last week, like how many times do you think that LaRocco was just like, yep, look at all our hard work? Yeah, yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Who's having a worse year, Geico or JGR? Yeah, Geico. Who would have the worst year? Wow, Geico without hesitation? Yeah. Really? Think about how many times, like, dude, they had two guys that you would think were going to sweep titles. Craig, Martin. I don't know and then just sweeping titles, but okay, being top guys, three in the points and everything, yeah, yeah. Title shots, yes. and then yeah. within six weeks, within two races yeah. on each race, you do, you both knew that they were both done. Right. And RJ gets hurt, and Chase Sexton breaks his leg. And then McAdoo, who they have come in, can't yeah. even race for right, another right. Like, two weeks. But JGR. Oh, I mean. Oh. That's pretty bad, dude. When you, what did somebody say? The last replacement rider oh, on yeah. Earth? On Earth, yeah. Somebody said yeah, that. Yeah. They've found the last replacement yeah. rider on Earth. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's what they've had okay, to so God knows how they found Jordan him. Jordan Smith for him. 450 class, Wygant. Most surprising guy. Baggett, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Anyone yeah. going into the season saying, yeah. you'll have your top, we know that Tomac and Dungey are good. Maybe Marvin takes a leap. Marvin, I don't think, is shocked. Like, people thought he yeah. might be this good. Yeah. yeah. Marvin almost won Atlanta last yeah, year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The next guy. And no, you aren't hurt. Anderson's still out there. Sealy's still out there. Ro okay. Baggett's not necessarily beating Roxon either. Yeah. But if you said there was Marv Dunge, Roxon, Tomac, who would be the next fastest guy? It's Baggett. Yeah. Was anybody calling that when the season began? We I mean, heard about the been, lap times. We heard about that. You didn't go. To, you weren't there for that KTM day, that media intro. No, day and I heard he's hauling oh ass. Oh my god! But how many stories do you hear yeah. every year, and it I, never exactly, gets yeah. out. Exactly. Yes. I didn't put any stock. No, in me that. neither. Nope. No, and we had always kind of like hinted, like he could podium somewhere. The track's yeah. really shitty. He could podium yeah. that race. Atlanta went bad. I don't. I don't even look at the results, and those have been good. The practice times, yeah, just yeah. boom, boom, boom. I'm like, if anything, uh, the results have been disappointing for uh, how fast he's gone. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's times where he's third or second or third on the times, and then he gets knocked off, puts in a knock, gets right back up there. Like, I got, I got yeah. this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, and again, besides Roxon, pretty much everybody's still racing. It's not like he's getting fourth because everybody's hurt. Yeah. He's just beating yeah, these yeah. dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, another thing to think about too is uh, the down this week. Trey Kennard out for Supercross season. Yeah, it's a little puzzling. Is that a one-year contract or two? Yeah, one-year. Yeah, it's... I don't yeah, know I where we're at. We're all we're all leaning in the direction. This that is you're it. saying what you're not saying, but we know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. I, I mean, honest, I mean, I'll say it. I don't. I don't believe that press release. I don't believe that he has a virus. Oh, me neither. I just no, think no. it's hey, Trey. It's not working out. You're not happy. You just go get your head right. Go practice. Uh, you know, do what you got to do. Yeah. He's stop and start, stop and start over and over this yeah. Supercross season. So. I just think it's one of those. Yeah, I mean, what's it hurt not to do five races? Yeah, I mean, really, yeah, what's he doing out there, right? Yeah. So, I, I think, like, what, LCQ, what, two weeks in a row? Or almost, like, yeah. I mean, getting, what, making, just but making Where I go with this, okay, so let's say Trey does, hangs it up, he's out of here, and again, this is a, a big assumption, but huh. does KTM maybe move bag it up, or is there a bit yeah. of a... A political battle going on with Forrest that was just here? Well, there's a couple things to consider. Um, this 250 class, pointing out championship guys, there's going to be a bloodbath, just like there was last year, of dudes moving up. Yeah. It's yeah, going to cause... Yeah. What? Or, well, what? I don't even know about not ready, but, like, if Hill wins the title, he's got to move up. If Savachi wins the title. If Savachi wins the title. If Osborne wins the title. No, Savachi's out anyways. What happens? Yeah. Oh, Savachi's out anyways. Yeah. So that, okay, so you're looking at potentially three guys that are moving up. Hill, Savachi, That's potentially Osborne. That's going to throw yeah. these 450 deals up yeah. just like it was this so, year. 
I did this like talking to Joey a few weeks ago. I'm like, if you put weight, if you put any consideration into the 450 class, he goes, yeah, I don't think about that. And and knowing that you have to go to it at some point in time, like that's JH's deal for him. JH mm -hmm. has got to go figure all that stuff out. Like, mm -hmm. granted, that's a good thing to be looking at just this goal right now to win the championship, but not to know what you're going to do next year. Like, there's a guy like JG wondering like, okay, are they going to take him over me now or what happens? Well, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. So there's guys who are just cruising along doing their own deal. Josh Grant, or let's say we know that Savachi has some connections with the RCH team. Yeah. That's not a guarantee he's going to ride there. But if you're Bogle or Tickle, especially Bogle right now, he's struggling big time. Are you like, oh, crap, this dude's moving up. What does that mean for me? If Hill wins the title, if you're JG, who's cruising along, doing his own deal, doing fine, whatever, are you all of a sudden like, oh, no. A monster guy. A mo yeah, and a Cowie guy, am I out? So all these dudes might be affected of nothing to do with themselves. Yeah. Just these just, dudes being forced up. And honestly, the way things are right now, I think Josh would be like, yeah, great, you know. They passed me over again. This is my chance to leave, and he wants to go on to other things anyway at yeah. some point time. Getting shuffled out like that wouldn't be great for him. I'm sure yeah. that would be a pretty big punch to his ego, but at the same time, too, he would be fine. He has other things that he would be interested in that he could land on his feet. I think Osborne signs a 450 deal with the same team. I think oh, he yeah. stays there. I don't think yeah. he goes anywhere. Okay. And he wants to stay with Alden Banker and Okay, else. so then if you're Dean Wilson then, who was able to grab onto the last chopper out of Nam, yeah. are you back out again? I guess. You see yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So no, this is going to be a bloodbath, depending well, yeah, on who has to move up. But then you have to think, though, too, think about all these things that we thought. If Ryan leaves, like we mentioned earlier, yeah, and Trey leaves, there's two spots at KTM Massive. that they could pull from anywhere. Massive. Potentially, spots, yeah. anyways, yeah. Potentially. Yeah. They could just, I mean, if they you might just take, go with Marvin, you know? One-man team? No, one no, man. no. Uh, sorry, Marvin number, some, yeah. Marvin might be the number one. But there could yeah. be a thing where Zach basically does stay on the same program and goes over. Yeah. Yeah. Or No, Huskies and KTMs are different. Oh, sorry. That's right. There's nothing. Yeah. They're different. Nothing yeah, yeah they're absolutely different. Yeah. Um, and, and, I mean, I think JG's on a one-year deal at Cowie, right? Josh yeah, yeah, I think so. So yeah. he's going to, you know, they're going to be looking for a secondary guy there. Well, it could just be him, unless if they end up with both Safachi and Hill having to move up, you'd have to think they've got to find a spot for at least one of them. Does Mitch do just, a 450 I mean, thing just to do it? it it's oh, really man. just another tale. Do not succeed in 250 class. Do not succeed. Yes. Yeah. Do yes. not. Marty's out if he gets no. more points. Yep. No way. Yeah. No Our own way. Troy Benjen has done the math. There is a chance. Yes. Marty needs 30-something points. So, three races? Yeah. And it's going to be very interesting to see if Marty pulls a hammy. Mm. 30, 30 some points. I believe so. Okay. This could be tough because he could get 30 in two races. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. He can get two you thirds know, I, I, easy. It was on Pulp of Mech. I don't know if it was 30 or not. But anyways, it's something But totally it's an attainable doable. number. Yeah. It's totally doable. He's giving us, uh, I think he's, that's what's a fastball. 26? 26 points. That's, that's two it. races. So that's two races with even mediocre so maybe results. maybe he pulls a hammy. Yeah. Mm. Just don't succeed, kids. Stay down. I just heard Marty broke his wrist. Really unfortunate. So really fortunate. He might be able to come back for Vegas, maybe to help Osborne, but I believe he's going to miss it. It's two rounds. Real How many shame. points can you score in just Vegas? 
25? Yeah. He's yeah. going to be back for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real shame. I mean, you know, especially me, I've always been there for him. No, I know. Well, I know your buddies now. You're good. Yeah, no, we're fine. Have you talked to him since then? No. Oh, I didn't know if you were just going to try, like, oh, now it's smoothed over. Let's, like, oh, walk across no, the no, no. I think that was all, like, it, we you were cool. Red Dog it, there. it was cool. It was good he came on, but I don't think it's, a, like, a start of a oh, beautiful, beautiful relationship. <laughs> I don't think so. I could be wrong. You're not going to vacation together wrong, at Cabo. No. <laughs> what do you think? Even Marty. Hey, Osborne was very upset of this. He used to go on vacation with his trainer all the time. I hung out with the team yeah. all – that was a thing I did last week. I hung out ah, with the Rockstar well, team all week. He's uh, like, I don't understand. I never hung out with my trainer. I didn't go on vacations. I think Phil started that. Oh, like, really? Yeah, yeah. We just went with it. But, <laughs> yeah, Osborne's trainer would be like, we need to do some sea level stuff, so let's go to Jamaica and hang out for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we got to do to go to altitude Arctic. stuff, so let's go to Aspen. Was let's this go. with Ryan? No, I don't know. Some trainer some... lived in Vegas. He lived in Vegas, the guy. He said he was a Euro guy. Yeah, but he lived in Vegas. Oh, okay. Yeah. We need to go train in Finland real They're quick. They're all about their holidays. And yeah, coincidentally, yeah. Osborne went to go here. on a holiday with this trainer. And mm -hmm. I didn't start it, filled it. Okay. And then, of course, I went with it. So. <laughs> Any dirt you can get. Right. And it feels good. Hey, by the way, I source. spoke to Phil the other day. We did a podcast together. Yeah, how's it going? He might make the end of the Nationals. Seriously. Really? Yeah. Wow. The doctor who did the heel, specialist guy, yeah. said, hey, not so bad. Maybe like four months. You know, so that from the surgery date, um, he might make the end of the Nationals, which is really cool to see. Um, yeah. Because I didn't think that was going to happen. Well, just to keep him, like, away from the noose. Like, yeah. I mean, maybe, he's got something to shoot maybe for. Maybe it is, like, a nine-month recovery. They just said, tell him four. <laughs> <laughs> Does it seem sunnier lately? Yeah, he was in a good mood the other day when I talked to him. Oh, no, I just really? mean yeah. the pits in oh. general. Because uh, no fill? Because no fill. Because no fill. It's been a, it, like one less guy to watch, knowing like catastrophe could strike at any minute. True, Death Cross could strike. Although with this new kid, I mean, God only knows. Yeah, that's right. I texted him, hey, the fifth place schoolboy rider has taken your bike. <laughs> also, so, the a Alex being plowed off the track, yeah, cleaned out. Yeah. That probably put yeah. him right back in the game. He was he very so angry. He was very, very angry. angry. I wonder how many holes are just punched in walls. Uh, uh, speaking of the JGR guys, so Michelle is not coming back until Nationals, I guess, then? No, they don't think he might be. He, he's going to be on fill time. If he comes back, it'll be the very end. Oh, no way. Oh, it's yeah. real bad now, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, gee whiz. This so, last one's bad, yeah. Man, that's a tough blow because, I mean, it was a kind of a Yoshi deal to bring Matt in. And, yeah. You know. Yeah, and he played his cards. I mean, he took some huge risks, and he played his cards right. And they I mean, came up well. Yeah. They came up really Absolutely. well. Absolutely. It all fell together for him, and then he's not even going to get to ride. Wow. And that bike is good. Like, so, it's nothing okay. machine-wise so that's hurting them. So who does 250s for Nationals? For them? Yeah. Cunningham? Cunningham would be perfect, right? Cunningham doesn't have any doesn't have anywhere to go. Okay. There we go. All right. They Cunningham's solid, man. Yosh, and they don't need Yosh a third wants, 450 guy. No, no. Yosh wants a, uh, a 250, a 250 guy. guy out there. So, Cunningham okay, would be yeah. perfect. I think the industry could use – I wish there were four or five Kyle Cunninghams out there. Yeah. Because his – his level yep. is exactly what teams in that situation need. Yeah. Solid yeah. guy. Yeah. He'll get you some results. Bobble your head. Bobble your head. Get it into the main. Lead, as as uh, my guy Aaron Hansel says, leads with the tits. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ever, that's the riding style. <laughs> Just get it's up over it. Gets that chest out. Gets yeah. that chest out. Um, but he's – I can't. every once in a while, he'll bust you out a fifth. Think about yeah. – what was it, 11? Think about how good he was in 2011. Oh, a star. Yeah. He got fourth in the Nationals, yeah. I think. Yeah. Like, it's there. I mean – Yes. 11 was a long time ago. But, but I'm just saying, though, like, yeah. he knows how to be at the front. Right. Yeah. Um, 
One of the things that uh, I talked about Weimer with uh, a little while ago is like, of course, this is never going to happen. So it'd be like, you know, whatever, a chocolate river, okay, which would be great. But mm-hmm. like Feld or the teams or somebody, either bo- or more both, what if you paid Weimer like 70 grand a year and you just ride, you know, obviously first dibs. You're a fill-in for a team. Weimer, you're a fill-in. For any team. Feld pays for you to be on the bench waiting? Yes. Like a wild card? Yes. Why would Feld do that? I don't know. <laughs> what what do they why do they have the, what do they gain from that? They need to help out, is what I've been saying. I think I agree, but I can come up with thirty ways okay. that you could what about, prove to them it's more valuable than that. What about the teams all paying Jake ninety grand? Yeah, you're not gonna have that. No no not ninety grand each. No no 10 but grand each. no one would pull their money you, together for a potential. And you can pull Weimer off the bench. But only one team ends up getting him. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe you work something out where you only get him for five races. It's like and then like split custody like, with your with your ex. Like you get all, the you get the kid this weekend. There's so many injuries in the sport. Oh, and what, by paying him, you're essentially saying do not sign any contracts yeah. that would prevent you yeah, from riding. You are just gonna sit there like Phil. Yeah. Yep. And if we need a fill in, you don't have some dumb gear boot deal or yeah, something yeah, or yeah, outside yeah, sponsor yeah, deal. Yeah, that yeah, you you're wear, a monster guy, so yeah. now half the teams can't you, touch you. You wear whatever you are on yeah. the team for. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, that's a good idea. I don't see why that Phil would have any incentive for that. But for the teams, Look, it's, almost it's a working it. concept. Okay. okay. Yeah. There are many things that I think Feld could benefit paying for, but I don't see that one. I could see yeah. an energy drink doing that because so many energy drinks sponsor so many different teams. So, hey, we need this guy here. Put the hat on, get your ass over there. Yeah. Yeah. And a guy like Jake is, you know, steady, good, you know, yeah. reliable, you know, whatever. Yeah, so, it's just like a Cunningham of the 250s. Yeah, yep. yeah. you just need a guy yeah. like that because, yep. damn it, man, we got a lot of injuries in our sport. Yeah, the fill-in thing has gone from not done at all. Yeah. It's so funny now. It's it's Now it's becoming weird to think that. Like, you could go back to, say, Froze days. Dudes got hurt. Factory teams didn't even show up. No. They didn't even show. Done. Yeah. Nope. Couldn't care no less. No truck. Yeah. Now, the instant they're instant those ambulance lights goes on yeah who's the replacement <laughs> what about what about team honda ken rossin's bike outdoors it's filled with who i can't say i've heard it's filled as well i heard some of the options they looked into and it did not work so they do have what are the options that did not work you can talk about those yeah i think they asked brayton really yeah they asked brayton they asked brayton brayton's like brayton's always been like i don't want to do outdoors well, that's kind of what he said said that yeah, he's yeah. like at this and then remember he rode the whole off season yeah and then he's gonna ride the whole off. so he basically have, at that point well, he's riding for almost 24 straight months so he's yeah, out if you look at it like for brayton nice summer vacay straight into australia yeah 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 and i think he's like that i was gonna make some money but it probably wasn't enough money and then he said that they were like how about you six shorty six I like that. Yeah. But I think he said, I don't know what Shorty said, but I think he's like, if you got to prepare, for you gotta, you might, you're basically preparing Just for all 12. All. If you got to go to Hangtown ready, what's the difference between 6 and 12? No, no. Being the first guy is fine. Then you can just stop. Then you stop. Yeah. But being the second guy. But then he said it doesn't matter. In the end, they've gone in another direction, and that's all I know. Shorty said no? I guess so. Or is that the other direction you've heard? No. I don't think Shorty's interested at all That's in funny, being a professional nah, motocross Shorty, racer anymore. Shorty said he would be. He said he might. What? Yeah, he told me that a while ago. You he can, said, he goes, I said, what about Nationals? He's like, 
Come on. Maybe. He doesn't want to race Supercross at all. He's terrified. Do you not remember Shorty at Unadilla, like, pretty much counting the days? Like, I yeah, only got I, 14 more days. But maybe he, a motocross maybe he puts a headlight on and a, get a rally thing going, and he rides the Nationals. Yeah. Just yes, get the map of all the checkpoints <laughs> of all the yellow <laughs> and Kirby's markers around the track. Okay. Yeah, he's moved on. John Ayers checks him off, and he keeps yeah. going. John Ayers drives him off a jump. Right. Um, yeah, they, I, I can't t I can't say. But, but it's not Shorty? No. Okay. Yeah, it'll be a surprise. Yeah, I'm, I'm very curious. I'm That's surprised, you don't, I'm surprised you don't know. I had a mission this weekend to find out, so now all i got to do is talk to you and the show's over. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I told last weekend, I hid it from him, and I told Chase, oh, I, X, and said that we're just going to scoop Transworld on it. Uh, yeah, you, I, I, yeah, I know, though. I found out. That's see, you don't know, but you're tricking us into saying mm. it. Oh. So then, you know, I know how it goes. No, no, yeah. no, no. He was very quiet early yeah, in this conversation. No, yeah. If he had known no, all exactly, along, exactly. Yeah. No. Now he's trying to play games with us. <laughs> no, no, no. At the Cystic Fibrosis auction here at the Motor Museum mm -hmm. in downtown, beautiful downtown St. Louis, home of Michael Patches of beautiful, patches of beautiful downtown. I got there robbed like two spots. blocks from here at gunpoint when I was like 19. No come way. on. Mm -hmm. That's what happens when you come out of an underage. Club drunk. Wow. What about Anton? Have you, have you ever no. been to the top of the arch? Yeah. Uh, the day that we found out my mom and dad were pregnant with my brother, we went up there. But you don't go to that that often. That's like going to the like CN Tower if you're from Canada. You go yeah. once and you never. Or go again. in Vegas, you go to like go see the Lions Den in MGM or whatever. Yeah. Or you, you go on, like weekly? at Ferris wheel or something. Yeah. No, yeah. Pookie does want to go on the Ferris wheel. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Or the Eiffel Tower thing. Yeah. No. No. Uh, all right, we're hoping we're waiting for Brock Glover. He's supposed to be coming by, so waiting on him. But yeah, uh, they're probably wrapping up. We'll find out. Maybe they got some uh, money tab totals there. John Knowles is upset at Racer X again on our text message. You might want to look into that once again. Are you not going to the party or something? Uh, you never quite know. Uh, all right. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. We're going to reset here. Michael Antonovich from Transworld. Jason Wygant from uh, Racer X, Racer X Online. So we got a week off. Uh -huh. West Coast picks up. Mm -hmm. Seattle. Week off. Salt Lake. What's going to happen on the West Coast when we pick it up next week? A lot of outdoor testing. I mean in the series. Suit oh. series. Like, I think, I think he'll... He'll have him covered when we left. Yeah. He looked really good. And as good as McElrath is, I think Hill will pick, continue this kind of role. Although Seattle, rain, soft, maybe. It's what he grew up in, though. Yeah, think about True. that. I don't know. I think that, like, right now, Justin's to this point where he's just hanging out. Like, he knows that he's in control of this. He has it by a pretty decent margin. He just has to go out and do what he keeps doing, just go play. Yep. Remember, last, last time we saw the West guys, McElrath's bike gave up the ghost. He didn't. Uh, Hilt did not have him covered there. I mean, McElrath was doing right what he there. had to do. Yeah. McElrath probably would have won. Possible. Yeah. 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 He didn't lead. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a pretty, yeah. like, California-style track. Super dry, super slick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he might have been okay. We are... That bike break, oh, even if he got second, the points would be somewhat still close. Be, yeah. We are one mechanical problem away from having all three of these titles just being nutball. Yeah. And and the 450s, of course, getting nutball. Yeah, it's getting nutball, man. I, I don't even understand it. I don't even understand Dunn saying, like, you're not really thinking about the title or taking it race by race. Like, what? What are no, you talking and the, and about? The, uh, his podium comments have been all over the map. Yes. They've been all over the yeah. place. Yes. From this is, there's bigger things than this yeah. to, to I don't care. 
two, there's no crown, two, this last weekend, I got to get a start. My star, I we can't be given a point like this. We can't be given a point. You're like, huh? I think he is... He's, He's like been the, down. Yeah. Dunch is the drunk driver pulled over by the cops and just saying anything. <laughs> like, have you been drinking? No. But then you're like, wait. He can like, smell if it I me. admit a little bit, two beers. You know? Yeah, yeah. Where were <laughs> yeah. you? Yes. At home. Wait. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not, not I'm going the right direction. I'm coming yeah. out of a bar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was at the bar. Like, you're just throwing anything at the cop to hope he doesn't just make you walk the line. I agree. Dunge has been all over. Do you think, so on the long drive home from Indiana, my brother was like, okay, you didn't get an answer to your question because you asked like a pretty yeah, difficult you question. You asked the question. Yeah. Do you think that we say it, we're, at, we're expecting too much in an answer, so we're asking them like, please give us all these elements? I think you know you get one question before Jim Hawley cuts you off with his new iPhone 3. And so you just try to get everything in. But do you think that like, is it on us that we're not asking, like, in just black and white terms, what the fuck's wrong? No, I agree. No one has the balls to just say, Do hey, know, is there something wrong, Ryan? My heart, because, like, like, my watch is, like, a heart rate monitor. Yeah. Was it, like, 110 before I asked that question? I believe it. And there's no reason it should be that no, way. No, but, but everyone's, I, that's, I would ask that's that. the way that, you because know, you don't, thing, but you don't know how that's going to react. Like, did I just blow up a powder keg? There's a big difference I also feel between when you're talking to the one-on-one, like you do, or if I do it. What people forget when they get mad that there aren't good questions or there aren't questions asked in that room, you're basically the public speaker for that moment you have the microphone. For the whole world. As soon as you get the microphone, everybody in the room is like, let's see what this dude has to ask. Mm -hmm. And more than half of the room are ass-kisser, man-friend types, and if Dunge or any rider were to get mad, they would be the first ones to be like, oh, who is that guy? Dick. How, yeah, dick move, asking that question. Even though it's the question that every single that person... We, everyone is talking about. Right, but if Dunge got mad or any rider got mad, they would immediately pile on to help kiss ass a little bit to, to him. Yeah. Well, so you got a lot of pressure. I mean, remember, uh, Cooksey's question at uh, whatever race... No backup. ...was misunderstood. Yes, yep. but he, nobody backed him up. No. Everybody was just like, I don't know what this guy's talking about. First of all, when everyone was leaving Anaheim 2, everybody, everybody thought it was over. Yeah. Yeah. All these people now who are like, oh, that's ridiculous. We have to respect these guys. Everyone thought it was over. We had seen that movie before. I think we just need to clap harder at the press conference. I think that would just yeah, solidify yeah. how much... A what? We just got to clap, clap harder, harder at the press oh, conference. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. we saw Tomac well, battling I did, I for did his get life. Them, I got them to say, to not ask for applause. You did? Yes. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, I, I asked Feld. I said, can really? you? Look, if people applaud, I guess that's okay, although yeah. it's super lame. Yeah. But you can't stop that. But can you not it's have not Andy Boyer yeah. ask for an applause? We're right. not there. It's not a performance. Yeah. Do you ever watch, like, Formula One press conferences? No. Oh. That's, like, the model. That's the way it should be. It's super quiet. There's no ruffling. It's a one camera, and it just stays. It's not the zooming, zooming out. There's nobody walking through. But it's the way it is. It's like that, if we want a press conference, we need to watch other companies, other race organizations, or other sports series do press conferences, and just okay, we need to do that. We need to do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm down for it. I, I'm the guy that asks hard questions here and there, like in podcasts or whatever. Yeah. I feel like I do, anyways. Well, yeah, you I don't do. always, but and when you know. you're in the one-on-one, -on -one, though. I believe if I could do an interview with Dungey one-on-one, -on -one, as you're saying, it's very elusive right now. Well, why I can is say, that? is there a problem right why now? Yeah, that, that one I don't what get. What is going on with Why that? he's being just pulled out. 
I believe, again, that was the thing the team wanted to do long before the season. It's not because the points are close. Yeah. That was their goal. Lenny, yeah, that's the questions one time. Won. You had your chance. We're out, which would be fine if they didn't, after nine and a half minutes, say it's over. Yeah. 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 So we don't really get to ask all of our questions. You would think, like, and we've said this to each other a million times, you would think at a certain point teams would be just clamoring, please tell this guy what happened. Please just get out the story of what happened. Because a press release, no one reads a press release. Yeah. 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 Several of them are, are useless. Some are Too better clearly. than others. Yeah. But some of them are useless. Um, plus, yes, as we learn with James Stewart over and over and over, when there's a controversy and you do not address it, it just gets worse. Yeah. yeah. It just stirs No, you and get out in front of something and you talk about it. Everybody's like, cool, right on. Chasing We've been talking up. about Dunge for how long now? Yeah. Seven weeks? Yeah. Fuck two hours on yeah. this show. Yes. Right, right. Still uh, talking about it. An hour on the Moto 60 show, two hours on Pulp Show on Monday. Um, if he just said, hey, these guys are getting better, I see it firsthand. I ride with Marv. I ride with Anderson. Three years ago, they, I would beat them nine days out of ten. Then it was six out of nine. Now Marv has been faster than me in a lot of days. And I'm sure Tomac's getting better. I knew he and Roxham were coming. They're just getting better. Yeah. If he had said that seven weeks ago, we would have pretty much been shut down. Yeah, it would have been over. Yes. Uh, Either it's not true. That might not even be the reason. But, but it's an just answer. to say it. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of that, though, let's move away from Dungeon a little bit. Jason Anderson. What do you think he's thinking about, Anton? you think he's frustrated? Yeah. I think that, like... I think one of you wrote about it the other day, though, but, like, this whole Vince thing happening again, once that happens, it just kind of sets you off the rails because... Yeah, you mentioned that in Ops, I think. Did I? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good, 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 good point. Yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, like, but with Pike, like, I thought that just... That just fucked his admit, season up. And he admitted it fucked his season up. Because Did he? You can't, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. He said that you can't... You're, you know you're in a hole. There's nothing you can do. You have the stigma around you for the yeah, rest of the year. I feel like, oh, well, I'm in a hole. Who gives a fuck? Now I got oh, no pressure. I'm just going to win races. Yeah. Do you I know am, what I mean? You would think. Yeah. But then yeah. at the same time. But then time, again, these guys are riders. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but like, remember that photo of his arm? His whole arm was bruised. So then yeah. he had to go through a few weeks where you're injured because of this fuck Right. I, I, I just think, like, one incident just snowballed up into another, into another. I was excited last weekend to see him get that start. I'm like, oh, here we go. Like, he yeah. got a start. he's fourth, I think. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, here we go. Like, he can match these dudes. He that would have been interesting. I, and I want to see this guy get in the mix. I like Jason a lot. I cannot believe he's lasted this long with Alvin. I can't. Uh, yeah. Well, he did it last, last year I was that way. I, this is what, third year This is second yeah. year, I thought. This third. Third? Third. Okay. third. He said it's no problem. I can't, I, I can't believe it. Alden told me it's a lot like RV with Anderson. Yeah. Pulling, prodding, pleading, really? you know, please, let's, you know. But he's doing it. But he's yeah, barely he understands, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. this is something I have to do because yeah. no one else is going to do it with right, me. Right, right. I, I just think... Yeah, maybe it's Freeze thing. He's not been the same guy. No, the starts have been even worse than ever, and they were never that good. So mm -hmm. I don't know how much is just that, but maybe. But dude, I'm, he hasn't I'm been. telling you, it's the Villeman theory on starts. I'm not good enough to win. I don't want to go from first to second to fourth, fifth. I'm going to come up from tenth to fourth. And everyone's yeah. going to think and, that this was such I'm a ballsy you, ride. I'm telling you, mentally, that may not be like the plan on the line, but it's the plan deep in their brains about, By about because, the third turn. Because champions, guys who can race wins, get starts. Well. Except for, you know, a Lessi or a Freeze. Guys that are just great starters. I don't want to bring this subject back up. Uh-oh. <laughs> 
What? Dungeon? Dungeon Starks were still on point. Then he started getting beat. Yeah. And then the starts yeah, went away. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think about how good, remember last year, how good his starts were? They he were wrote ridiculous. a whole column on it they about how he would wait. Go to the hook, inside. Go yep. to the inside and go yep. He had probably one bad start all last year. Now, he's but on the verge of not being like able to. like a 1.6 yeah, or something. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was. Now, he is having a tough time getting any. Um, that has to be know, connected. It is, and it makes our job as media guys really hard. Yeah. Because we poke and prod and write excuses and, and talk about what happened and this and that. And in the end, it's so mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so I know, mental. I know, so mental. We just, you just go. Yeah. You just go. Like, we could just write, Dutch doesn't have any confidence, he's not getting starts. Right. Th we that's could, really. Or we could write about, they tried this new tire and new gearing and new this and uh, new that, and you know it really doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, no, it doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't you know matter. what? Yeah. Just, if we had JT here, he'd start telling me about bike setup, and we'd start strangling each other. But it doesn't matter. You know what blows me away? More guys don't watch Vince Freeze off the start. He's a complete different body position than anybody else's. Where every he's other over, huh? No, he's setting straight up you don't and down. Think he's over, dude. He's straight up and down when the gate drops. Where every other guy is like, yeah, a, over the front end. He's straight up and down. So when wow. the bike reacts, he doesn't go and blow back. He's still straight up and down. Yeah. Can still leverage the bike. No one else does that. Watch the start. I, sh I will. Yeah, I always thought Vince. To me, I thought Vince stayed over pretty good and then just kept this. If you really watch, like, where everybody else, the second the card goes yeah. up, everybody launches up, he's yeah. still setting straight back. And then, like, right before it goes, he kind of lurches in a little bit, and then the gate drops, and he's right there. Yeah. So there's not all this yeah. crazy shit I, it, that the bike's it, doing. It doesn't matter. It but doesn't matter. The fact that everybody does, <laughs> does the same him. thing, though. No, I know. Like, Freeze try something yeah. different yeah. off yeah. your start yeah. instead yeah. of just thinking, I have to just yeah. whack the throttle. I think a little bit of Anderson's issues have been that. I've been and then done, too. I'm just not on my peak. Everything. Uh, riding, fitness, and my starts. There, and there has to be some level of, like, they think they're in Florida and they're away from all this stuff. Dude, everyone clamors to go watch them ride. The Feld guys are 45 minutes down the road and are always there filming. Someone is always filming something with them. It's not distraction-free like everyone thinks it is. Everyone wants a piece of them. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah, uh, We'll see what happens tomorrow night in St. Louis here at the uh, Cystic Fibrosis uh, Auction here at the St. Louis Motor Museum. We're wrapping the show up. 12 I guess minutes so. left. I, yeah. I don't know. Go, go find out how much money they made real quick. Come on. Get in on this. Go ask somebody. Go ask. Uh, I wonder. There's. The, it's been very tough on riders this year because, again, I'm going to keep going here. Not a lot of dudes have gotten hurt. So. If you're Celia or Anderson, say, who wanted better results than they've gotten. Now, Celia's been a little bit better than Anderson this year, but for the most part, what is two podiums for each, I think? Yeah. Yeah. That's not what they wanted. Two podiums. Celia was going to win multiple races, I heard. Some, some person claimed this. Yeah, I heard so, that. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. It's got to be tough. This time of year, you're not going to find some magical change at round 12 where you yeah. all of a sudden get yeah. weight. You kind of are who you are at this point in the year. Yeah. It's got to be tough on those guys, and there's nowhere to hide. They're not hurt. They're no. still showing up every weekend. Now, again, like I said at the top of the show, there is nothing wrong really with coming to a racing any fifth or sixth, but tell those dudes that. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it, they've got to be it's so a, bummed. It's a mentality in our sport that yes. I like to think is changing, you know, from the three monthly magazines back in the day, mm -hmm. of yeah. MXA, Dirt Rider, uh, Dirt Bike, that really just said, here's two pages of what happened. And yeah. only the one. winners got yeah. photos, you know? Yeah. yeah. And you, you, I remember you used to like be like, 
Mike Fisher's on a piece of shit KTM and got seventh. Holy shit. But nothing. Nothing. You no, would nothing. never hear anything. No. Nowadays, Trans World Racer X, Pulp MX, of course, the premier Moto Media outlet. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I like to think we're desperate for all these guys. You know what I mean? We'll give all these we guys. We got a lot press. of room to fill. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I yep. think guys have gotten smart to know that, like, you're a brand. Keep yeah. your stuff out there. Yeah. Don't let just a race result speak for itself. Or talk to somebody. Uh, you have a shitty night, keep talking to somebody. No, I disagree a little bit, Anton. I, I think that's the right way to go about it, and that's that's definitely the way to do it. Last week, I texted J-Bone, hey, bring Cunningham to the press conference. He wasn't going to do that. Mm -hmm. When's Chad been at a press conference? He has not. No, but they're Don't able to control like, their own thing. Yeah, but those guys aren't talking to people. They're not... Sealy's not. Why do they need? Why do they need to talk to some? Why do they need to talk to us when they have way more followers on social media than we do? I think it's. I think that's yeah, a but fallacy. You just said. I think that's a fallacy, man. I think that's what everybody thinks that you can just control yourself. But as I always say, at the upper echelon, why does, of all people, Trump, who has a gazillion uh -oh. Twitter followers, uh -oh. here we go, here we go. I, I don't want to get Anton too upset here. Yeah. Trump has a gazillion Twitter followers. Sad. And fake. uses it. Yeah. And uses it. But even he still knows I'm going to have to go on 60 Minutes every once in a while and talk some crap. Yeah. You've got to go to the legitimate media sometimes. You just have to. And there is, that are times is that why they don't do Pulp? Trump? Legitimate? No. Oh, is that why they Trump does not do No, no, no. I mean the riders. You said legitimate media. No, no. Going on yeah. your show is part of that. Okay. So a perfect example is... I don't think Mookie has gotten the results at this point that people probably expected. He came yeah. in, it was hot, yeah. get second of those heats. There's some rides that he, are beautiful. It's going to turn around. Turn, yeah. yeah. Those it's heat races turn around. Are By the way, yes, three hours, awesome. not one mention of James Stewart. Here. For, for us. Yes. yes. Very good. Just piling on Dunge. Yeah. I think we did, Dunge, but we never got into points. No, we never yeah. talked about him. Anyways, go. Mookie. Uh, so Mookie's results aren't coming around, and so no one's really talking to him because the results haven't been worth talking about. But I guarantee you, his crew, I don't know if Mookie specifically, but his crew is like, yeah, but we got the Mookie Fever show. We don't need to talk to anyone. Nah, it doesn't work, man. Go to the press conference. Send Mookie to the press conference, even if you get 14th. I will talk to him. You will talk to him. You will talk to him. I see. Mookie's well-spoken. It would be fine. The Mookie Fever thing, I see that is its own thing, not worried about what us idiots think as far as covering that race. That's a free ad for Ride 365 that we're all going to fucking post. But I think they think that that's all they need to do. We don't need to talk to the media because we got this. Just like you said, that, we got followers on social media. That doesn't solve all problems. Yeah. No, I can see that. Yeah. So you're saying... And I give... Ro okay, Roxon has a gazillion followers on Instagram. Why was he so willing? I said, hey, could you do a quick interview while I'm here in Florida? Yeah. Because I think he or his crew are smart enough to say, sometimes you got to go out there in the legit media. You can't just put it on your own Instagram. Yeah. Yep. So come com to the press conferences, people. That's what I'm saying. So coming back around, um, coming back around to the Trump thing. Oh. Oh. No. Anton would like to. No. Maybe this leads to a bigger conversation that we don't have time for about three hours we didn't have no enough. but may, i just thought of this like trump is trying to basically and his supporters are trying to basically say media's fake yeah don't read it yeah. have they all not biased. done that to us before though what have we not had that happen at sometimes before but what i'm saying is in 2017 maybe this is more of a ktm saying screw those guys there's different separate riders not doing things. Screw those guys. 
it's, I don't it's a think turn, so. I it's see a tide your... of, of media being, we don't need those guys, social media, yeah. uh, huge platform. They're biased anyways. Math is goofball, you know, yeah. idiot. Not you guys, but you know what I mean? So yeah. I wonder, again, in a grander scale. If I this think is... there is some of those thoughts. Yeah. I don't think that's necessarily the Dungeon KTM thing, but I definitely think that some are like, we can do it ourselves enough where it doesn't matter. And I'm not being biased. That's just not true. It yeah. just isn't. And my point is that even Trump, the ultimate, the media sucks, still does these things. He still goes on these shows and every once in a while. he uses them as a chance to just, like, yes. tell them they suck. Which is fine. <laughs> yeah, Which is fine. Yeah, Which is yeah. fine. Okay, we just said Trey Kennard, uh, we don't believe that you have a virus, or we think you might be done, or something's wrong. Yeah. You can... Would you be glad to have Trey on the show to explain that that's not true? Yeah. We'd love it. Sure. Come on out. Monday was a perfect example with Christian to come in and explain everything that happened. Yes. Yeah, but I don't think people all get that. You know? No. I don't think they get that. He could have you know, Instagrammed a hundred times. It wouldn't have mattered. It wouldn't have mattered. mattered that. When Varsha uh, roosted the medics, yes. Chef Myshak was on the phone to me. Hey, Justin's yeah. going to come on your show Monday. Yeah. Talk about what he did. It was yeah. dumb. He's going to apologize. And I'm like, okay, cool. You that's the way to, to the handle media. it. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. I mean, it yeah. is, but... Yep. I feel like these guys maybe don't think that. You no, know? I agree. I, I, I bet you the bookie people are like, we got our own show. We don't, we need, don't need our kids. Yeah. yeah. And they probably also, the old school mentality, when you get 14th, you think nobody no wants to hear talk from me. me anyway. But no. yeah. if he showed up at the press conference. It's a complete fallacy because we I'd all, be all over it. Yeah. Now, yeah. we're coming to the end of this, so I don't want to get too deep into it. Trump? But I have to ask this question. No. This race was a day race last year. We've done these day race things. Do you yeah. think that we don't see anyone at the press conference because it's 11 o'clock at night and they're done? They've been at the track for 14 hours. It's a factor. It's I don't a factor. know. If we yeah. moved it up just a little, like if this Monster Cup thing, this three-race format right. that's a shorter program and all this stuff, if we're done by 9 o'clock, yeah. all it needs to be a two-hour race at that point. If we're done by 9 o'clock, we could see people that are a little more willing to discuss things Maybe. other than just peel I, out. I did have on my in my mind about topics to talk about was the day race, and we talked about ratings. You said people faded as the rate, as the heats went on, right, in, in audience members? But only because then Dunge wasn't in the show yeah, anymore. But, yeah, but I wonder how much has to have to do with it's it, eight the races are in the Pacific time zone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that probably is a big part. Eight races are oh, 11 o'clock at night. 1 a.m. East? Yeah. yeah. That's, you I'm know? asking a lot. So, a lot. So yeah. to me, like... Maybe there's a whole thing about getting more day races and getting... But yeah. now the MMA is kind of taking over for Fox or whatever. I don't know. That just messed them up this year because oh. whatever schedule Supercross had already made, they just said, yeah, well, MMA is going to take whatever they need first. And they're like, but we already have our times locked in. Sorry. Yeah, if you Next look at year, that sheet, fine. there's a lot of TBDs on, like, to be determined on yeah. that initial thing yeah. that they sent out. And compared to the one they sent last year, like, dude... That 2016, like, this is your time thing, that was one of our biggest traffic drivers of the year last year. Oh, we couldn't it, yeah. copy that this year because no one knew when the races were yeah, going to be on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a problem yeah. for sure. You know? yeah. um, all right, boys. Well, hey. let's wrap this up. We did it. We did it. I wanted the golden boy to come in and say, you know, tell us about winners take all, but. Yeah, you know how far he had to drive out here? Oh, this, tr this track and his Corvette? Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. Yep. Uh, thank you, people, for listening. This is, uh, if you're listening to this, this is the archive. And, uh, and we thank uh, uh, Ray Butts and Forrest Butler and Alex and Edwin from Legends and Heroes. And, of course, Ralph and Jeff for coming in. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Thanks to our sponsors, pulpamexshow.com. Weege, thanks, bud. Appreciate it. Yep. You're, uh, you're not getting paid for this. This is free. Yeah. It's free. Yeah. The free, you know I like free, but somehow it seems to work 50% of the time the wrong direction yeah. of free. Yeah, I yeah, know, absolutely. Yep. Anton, 
Thank you. Appreciate it. You're in your hometown of St. Louis, so I know you probably had a lot of shit to do tonight, but uh, I appreciate you Nothing better take, than this. taking our time out and, and doing that. And thanks, everybody. Don't forget, I think this auction goes for a few days after tonight on the uh, – go to the Facebook page on Motor Museum. Lots of cool things to, uh, to auction for. Riding lessons from Glover. I wouldn't even take riding lessons. I would just pepper Glover with, like, so when Wardy rode on backwards on the track. Oh, no, I wouldn't pepper with that one. He'd pepper you if you pepper him. <laughs> Still not happy. No. Still no, not happy, no. Glover. And I believe one time we wanted to do a story about Let Brock Buy, and he said no. No. Not really? About it. Yeah. Not talking about it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Gee whiz. But in general, Fantasy Camp hangout old stories yeah. would be cool. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe not those uh, ones. Maybe get Glover and RJ together? The market is missing out. You know, the uh, those RC University things? I don't know if they're really the best things as far as, like, in two days, you're going to learn how to go yeah. way faster. But you're just getting to hang out with Stanton, Fro, sometimes Brian Bradshaw. Yeah, it's, RC, I like six time doing it for a while. No? Been I don't out? know. Yeah. How did we... You'd pay money. People would pay money for that. Just yeah. hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Especially if you're a dad. Yeah. yeah. You're like, yeah, junior, whatever. Go right. I'm going to go talk to six I'm going to talk to I'm Fro. going over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ricky, what about that time, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, Ricky, what about that time Stewart beat you in a World Supercross Series straight up and then... You've never ever acknowledged that, or nobody ever talks about that. What, how many times do you think the Salt Lake question would come up to get his point of view? With me? You mean? Yeah. Oh. Everyone asks you. Yeah, your God, it's, it's my personal herpes. The Salt Lake City. <laughs> That's your personal oh, herpes. On Twitter the all gun. the time. Yeah. The it's like, what, at least three you. times a week? Oh, Did God. somebody get this right here? Somebody got the Savachi jersey. The signed Savachi jersey. Nice. Very nice. Joe Dog. With, with the, and you know what's cool about that? It's got the fox head uh, wind thing on it. Like I'll flip that over in the back. He's yeah, got the yeah. wind. He's the not turning it to show the back. See the bell? Yeah. 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 The fox so, head. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's really neat to have that. Uh, all right, everybody. Once again, thank you, Jason Wygant, Michael Antonovich from uh, Transworld Motocross. We thank everybody for listening. Paul Mexico. Where does he work, though? I said Race Rex, didn't I? No. No. Oddly. Just like not having any magazines in your office. That didn't go over well. Yeah, I had 1989 to 1995. Davey, you weren't around then. This is my research. Yeah, exactly. I, I hear you. Yeah. I had no current magazines in there. And I especially didn't have his dumbass magazine with that paper, that cover. Did you see our new cover? The cover shots are really good. Did you see the who's on the new cover? I refuse to touch one because I hate that cover. I'm going to get you some gloves. It bugs me. That cover really? bugs me. Guys, thinking outside the box with your cover materials. Just... Next time I want to sand my deck, I will use a transworld. Okay. Wax on, I'd wax off. I recommend it for that. Yeah, it's great. But yeah, thank you. The mm -hmm. shots themselves are cool. You guys have been killing it on the covers. I'm not touching that cover. So I'm until gonna get then, you some gloves. Whatever, get me some gloves. Fine. It's a stupid marketing move, I, and I wish I had another 30 minutes I'd talk about that. You would. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. And uh, thanks for listening to Monday Night Pulp Mech Show. Bye.